Good afternoon, guys. Welcome back to uh, my podcast show. Thanks for being here. It's uh, been a while since I've uh, actually done one of these. Man, actually, I think it's been, I can't remember the last time, actually, uh, it was. It was probably like a year ago, maybe, if that. Um, just shows you I got to definitely get on the mic more and I got to start <laughs> <laughs> doing more podcasts and uh, and everything, you know, because um, I, I just don't do these enough. Sometimes it's hard to get guests on and, and, you know, just because of COVID and all these other things, of course, that have happened over the last couple of years. But yeah. So, uh, but without further ado, I really want to uh, get into today's topic and I want to introduce my special guest for today. Uh, Chad, go ahead and say hi. Hey everyone. My name's Chad. I'm raised, uh, we've been friends for well, how long now? It's been like 10, <laughs> 10 at least 10 years, 10 I think. years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when we were, I think the first time I ever met you, I was like, I, I kind of saw you off in the distance and we were all together and stuff and you were yeah. making fun of Kenny's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, for context, we all did roast battles at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, It yeah. wasn't me just being a bully to yeah. anyone, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, 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 were, we were all shit-talking each other back and forth and, and stuff, man. Yeah, that, that type of, dude, honestly... That was that, so much fun. It was a lot of fun. It, it, it was totally... It was, it, was, it was before all this Nick Cannon stuff. We were the original inventors of it. <laughs> I think someone took our idea. But yeah, that's, you know, Chad and I, like I said, we go back about uh, 10 years or so. You know, I annoy him every now and then. I send him funny things on uh, on Instagram and everything. And he just sits there and he goes, Ray, why do you send me these things? No, it, it's literally... <laughs> All Andrew Tate stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one. I'm like, I know who this guy is. <laughs> I know what he, I don't even have to open it. I'm just gonna like, uh, this girl. <laughs> and yeah. then just bashing in the girl. I'm like, hey. dude, it's too funny. And then like I think the most recent one I sent you, like honestly, I, I couldn't help it. I was I was just there. I was laughing because he he was talking about he was talking about something and it was just like he was talking all normal then suddenly he started yelling it just suddenly be, be, be goes and he stands there yeah. <laughs> and I and it was just like sitting there and i'm just like oh lord i was like dude you know like and i just thought i'm, I'm literally at work and i'm like all right i gotta respond to this guy yeah. i'm like let me respond, yeah, I gotta my, respond my boss is like who are you texting i'm like oh don't worry about it. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm texting nobody just this guy <laughs> so almost lost my job no just yeah. kidding <laughs> This is actually today's uh, podcast and today's topic, actually, I will say, has originated with Chad and one of his ideas for podcast topics. So he hit me up recently or, yeah, you'd hit me up recently about doing, um, I guess, like a very in-depth intellectual discussion around, I guess, like the modern day gentleman. Yeah. Or like the last gentleman and what it means to, I guess, be a gentleman today. Yeah, in today's era. In, mm -hmm. Yeah, today's society. And, you know, of course, we all know that has largely the social construct, if you will, or societal expectations, I guess, in some ways have changed. In some ways, they have not changed. Just the political and just the overall dynamic today, I guess, between people has totally changed. What inspired you to to think about that or to, you know, want to discuss uh, that. I just noticed lately, like, especially when growing up, you know, when you're growing up, your parents teach you, you know, hold the doors for a lady, you know, treat a lady with respect. And it's always just about, you know, how to treat, you know, women with respect and things like that. I think nowadays is just like, you can't really do that, you know? You have to kind of be a gentleman to everyone 
and not just a particular group of people, not just ladies, but, you know, men, women. Now we have transgender, you know, there's just a, a broader aspect to being a gentleman overall. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's not just a particular group that you want to be a gentleman to. And then there, there's also, you know, the dating aspect of things has changed tremendous yeah. tremendously yeah, <laughs> like some women now don't want you to hold the door for them you know they're more independent and um so it could be offensive in type of certain type of dates to do that so you do what do you do do you adapt to that do you adjust how you approach because times always change and you kind of in order to uh move on with the time you have to adjust for it you know Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck in the past and you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny because like everything you just said, I, I I have thought about all those same things. And honestly, like I, I think about them fairly often, too, just because like more than anything, I'm just I'm fascinated with the social dynamic today mm-hmm. and how it's changed because you and I were both old enough to remember the days when it kind of it wasn't what it was now yeah. or what it is now I should say. Mm. You know, when we were just kids growing up, you know, our parents taught us certain things, there were certain things that were out there, certain things that weren't out there. Even when we were like teenagers, early 20s, like over the last 5 to 10 years, it's it's really changed a lot. You yeah. know, it it's just like and it's just strange because, you know, you and I were in our early 30s and you know, we can remember times when things like weren't what they are now. Yeah. They've almost completely done a full 180. And you know, it's not like we're 50. It's not like we're 50 and we're like, oh, yeah, well, we remember like 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. It's just like, no, this was like five, 10 years ago. This was totally different. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it, it just it, it's fascinating to me. It's also incredibly frustrating, too, because for me specifically, I should say, like, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, you do have to act like a gentleman to pretty much everyone and anyone. Like, I find myself doing a lot of the same things, like, whether it's holding a door, like, I'll hold the door open for anybody. Yeah. You know, that's what I've noticed, too. You know, yeah. yeah men yeah. nowadays will hold the door open for each other and stuff, which is really nice. And if anything, actually, you know, what's funny. I'll do that for anybody, but I'll especially do it for guys. Guys will especially do it for me. But I, you know what I noticed? This is now maybe this is just me, but I've noticed like women don't exactly do that nowadays. Like sometimes they do. I've like as far as doors being held open for me, yeah. it's by far been more by guys yeah. than by women. You yeah. know, women I've noticed like. I'll be like walking behind a woman and she'll open up the door and she'll walk through it, but she won't even like pull her hand out to hold open the door. She'll literally just like walk through it and she'll let it like totally slam in my face. And I just like, I'm just like, wow, like, you know, but like every guy that I've ever been around, like he just will hold the door open for me. I'll hold the door open for him. I'll hold the door open for a woman. So it's just, uh, yeah, so it's just strange. And then, and then also too, of course, the, the dating dynamic, as you said, like, some women, they they want the door held open for them. Like, it's just... And not just that, but like paying. Paying yeah. on a, a date. Sometimes sometimes some women are uncomfortable with it because yeah. um, they're so independent, you know? And, and instead, they want to pay for the date. So in that aspect, that has changed in somewhat as well, especially if they have a better career than the guy. 
Um, and they, some, some women do want to pay for the date and that has changed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so actually, you know what? Um, it, yeah, it's funny how, how you mentioned specifically that because I'll, so can I ask you, like, have you had an instance recently where that's been the case or, uh, or just over the course of like, you know, your, your dating life thus I've, far? Because I've, I've been on dates where it's just like, um, it wasn't one or the other. It wasn't necessarily it, the focus wasn't on paying for the date. You know what I mean? It was the date itself. It wasn't for like who pays for what. Um, and I think that dynamic has kind of changed a bit. I mean, uh, not every everywhere. Not uh, not all, all women are like that. But in my experience, as has happened, hey, you know, we'll split this. And, um, or like you get this one and then I'll get the next one, you know, yeah. it hasn't, it's, it's not fully like, I mean, maybe the first couple of dates, you know, the guy will pay for it. But then after that, like when you're in a relationship, you know, it starts to change, you know? Yeah. 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 What you just said. Okay. Because, and the reason why, like I, I say that or, you know, I asked and it's funny, actually, we're talking about this right now because literally just two days ago, I was out to, uh, to dinner with my family. So I'll put this out there first to kind of give a little bit of context. But in my experience now, this is just me. It hasn't been all of it, but it's been a really good portion of it. I would say it's in my experience. I noticed today it's not that it's the biggest deal in the world to most or some women, but there is still this expectation that they they want you to pay, you know, for the dates uh, dinner and then also primarily take over most of the financial responsibilities, which honestly, like I've always kind of struggled with a bit. Like, it's not that I can't, it's not that I'm incapable of doing it. This just something, honestly, I, I, I'm really not like willing to do yeah. because like the upbringing that I had was very different, uh, than that. You know, my mom always taught me, uh, growing up, you know, just as a young boy, Hey, just because you're the guy does not mean that you're financially responsible for everything. Yeah, you yeah know? I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. It does not mean that you pay for all the dates. That does not mean that you do blah, 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 yeah. you know, and stuff. And my mom also taught me too, you know, and same thing with, you know, with her. If you have kids in a family, just because she's the woman, she's not solely responsible for taking care of the home. She's not solely responsible for taking care of the kids, changing the diapers, that sort of thing. You know, a marriage or relationship should really be equal, you know, in most ways. Um, So that's just what I was taught growing up. And I noticed today and it's weird because my mom was born in the early 60s. So but my mom has a very evolved sense of like what do we want to call it? like a social structure, human dynamic, whatever between men and women. And, you know, and that's how it was for, for me and my brother growing up and uh, my sister, uh, you know, my dad, he shared in all the home duties. My mom shared in all the financial responsibilities you know, they, they put all their money into a certain bank account and you know, the bills, everything got paid. It wasn't, well, you're, you know, you're the man, you should be doing this, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're the woman, you should be doing, you know, this and that. Now my mom, she, she did cook, you know, all pretty much almost all the time, but she enjoyed those types of things and stuff. And my dad, he cooked every now and then. Yeah. You definitely have to have that team dynamic, especially in today's world. You have to have that type of give and take, you know, and not one sided, like, all right, this is your role and only your role. You have to pay all the bills 
and then I'm going to take care of the cooking. That that type of dynamic, um, it doesn't have to be like that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, you're right. Yeah. And and like for for me though, my experience, I've had it like a lot of times, and I've even just like talked to some girls too. Like you know, we're just kind of initially dating. I'm a little bit older now. It's, you know, this isn't like I'm 20 or 21 and I'm just casually we're still, dating. We're still really. young, man. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, we're still young, but <laughs> yeah. it's like, but. It, it, it's because looking back at it, like I, I was watching Seinfeld. I'm like, okay. look how young he looks. But when I was younger, I was like, look how old he looks. And now I don't realize like how young he actually was until we're looking back on it now. Like he was in his late 30s at the time. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Show, perspectives so. <laughs> and all those things. Yeah they, yeah, they really do change as as time goes on. It's like mm. the way you look at things. And it's like my thing is, though, with like with some of these girls, like I, I'm just the type of person like I'll I like to pretty much just kind of cut to the chase within the first like two or three dates, maybe, yeah. you know, to kind of see what what they're about, you know, and they can kind of see what I'm about as well. Yeah. Um, and I've, you know, it's not that any of these girls had any like malintent behind anything, but I, it's just been amazing to me how many of them, they sit there and they say, well, I'll put it plainly, like in their minds, men still have to be men, but they're like, you know, she's a woman. Yeah. Women don't need to be women anymore. So what I mean is, is like she's, you That's know, somebody who's one sided on the situation. Yeah. And yeah. and even like some of my past relationships, too. Like I had it like a lot of times where like I remember talking to this person and, you know, she just she really had a huge issue mm -hmm. uh, because. I wasn't willing and voluntarily out there literally paying for everything, you know, willing to financially wait on her hand and foot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she could probably just do whatever. And I remember, you know, her telling me, you know, she said something along the lines of like, well, you're the man, you need to be a gentleman. You know, it's funny, gentlemen, <laughs> you need to be a gentleman, you know, you need to be chivalrous, you know, you need to be all these things and stuff like that. Otherwise, you know, you're not a gentleman, you're, you're not chivalrous, you know, what use do you have as a man, or something like that, kind of. And I was just kind of like, well, I said, Okay, well, if that's the case, if you know, that's my my role, that's the old traditional role, that's fine. Yeah. But tell you what, when the kids come and, you know, we get married and we have a house and a family and all that other stuff, that is all totally your responsibility. Yeah. I have no part in any of that. When I come home at five o'clock every single day, I expect dinner on the table. I expect the, ho the house to be spiff and spam. You know, the kids, I don't want to hear any crying. I don't want to hear any of this bullshit. That's your responsibility. And it was funny. She looked at me she just like she she looked at me like I had eight heads. She was just shocked yeah. that I said that to her. And and I was just like, what? What's wrong? And she goes, oh, no, we got to share in that responsibility. And I was like, oh, OK. I was like, so we have to share in all the traditional female responsibilities, but we don't have to share in any of the traditional male responsibilities. And she she got she kind of got quiet when I said that because she could see yeah. how unbalanced it really was and she got kind of quiet and, and then it kind of went back to well you know it, it's all about just being chivalrous and all this other crap and i was just kind of like, well what about being ladylike so it, it, in my experience it hasn't been with all girls but it's the ones that because you just said that well, you let her know what your expectations were yeah. from the beginning mm -hmm. and then they agreed to it and then changed their mind later thinking they can change that yeah you know um because that's what i've always respected about you because in the beginning, I remember like I asked for a ride and be like, I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. You know, I don't give out rides. 
um, I don't want you to owe me anything, you know, t- type of thing. Yeah, you remember that? yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. And like, I respected the heck out of that at that moment because I've, I've had other friends in that situation that would say that and then would bring it back into my face when I give a ride or something like that. Or like they did me a favor and bring it back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you always cut that straight line of, you know, what the friendship where you where you lie in the relationship no matter what it is yeah so in that aspect you know you you're a gentleman for telling the truth you know um instead of just lying and saying this isn't who i am and then pretending to go along like let's say you did go along with what she wanted you know yeah and then you're just gonna have that pent up you know anger and resentment um and just lying not only to her but to yourself you know and that's not that's not who you are. You shouldn't have to change for anybody. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it, it's it, you know, first of all, yeah, I, I really appreciate what you just said, because and it, it really brought me back. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I do remember saying stuff like that and everything, yeah. too. And that is the type of guy that I am. I'm very open. I'm very, you know, transparent about, you know, a lot of things. And, you know, I, it's not like in that regard, I don't leave much to the imagination. You know, it, it's it's very cut and dry with me, which, you know, which I respect the heck. That's why I think we've been friends like we're not the type of friends that hang out all the time. But when we get together, we can have these conversations and not have any, you know, arguments like big arguments where it's going to ruin the friendship. You know what yeah. I mean? There's no animosity to each other because we both know what our friendship is, you know? Um, and I think that's a lot of problems in today's dating world is they don't set that boundary because they're afraid to set that boundary because they don't want to offend the other person. So what they do is they keep it inside. And then later on when they just had enough, they can't take it anymore. That's where the issue then blows up. Like where, where has this person been? You know, you're right, dude, dude, it's, (laughs) it's so funny. Like, you know, like everything we're saying is just building on top of itself. Like right now, cause literally as soon as you, as soon as you say these types of things, it just brings so many things to my head. Like, dude, you're, you're a billion percent correct. Like I know in the majority of them are, are, are men. I feel, I, I think men today have a real issue with being open upfront and very uh, transparent. And actually I'll, I'll kind of to, to kind of give some small context or concepts, if you will, I'll kind of go to what Andrew Tate had said recently that I, I, I listened to a thing he said recently and it made a lot of sense. He had basically said, he goes, listen, men, men will lie. Men, men will be nice. He basically said, in other words, like they're nice. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are nice but they'll fake being nice. He goes, being nice is something that can be faked to get something out of it. Yeah. To get something out of it, that, that sort of thing. Like, and he's totally correct. Like I know so many guys that are like, they either, they're just, they won't be transparent with what they want. Yeah. And, or they're all, they're also almost afraid to have any expectations. Like they have expectations, but they won't really set those expectations they won't voice them they won't you know they they have almost no bar the reason why is because they're just like they're so desperate to try to get a girl that they're just like hey i'll throw every and any expectation that i have out the door and and stuff i'll totally sacrifice everything just in the name of being able to have this girl you know and i'm just a little bit like like i remember telling some of my friends like uh you know my one friend i i'll never forget at one point 
I was telling him, I was like, he, he's a good dude. He's a great guy with a good heart. And, uh, but I think I remember he, he was, um, what did he say to me? He was just kind of like, like his, his, everything that, that he does pretty much revolves around getting a girl, you yeah. know, not necessarily going and hooking up with women and sleeping with women or anything like that. Not that, but just like going and actually, you know, being able to have a relationship with a woman. There are so many things that he and I, you know, we've talked about and uh, some so many of the the crazy dynamics and how so many double standards today, especially mm. against men. And um, and he openly admits and he goes, yeah, all of that's true. But then once it comes to like he's open, he's ready and willing to accept all those crazy double standards just so that way he can get this girl. Yeah. And I, I'll just never to be in the relationship. Yeah, just to be in a relationship. And, yeah. I'll, and I'll never forget telling him at one point or another. I was like, dude, you can't do that. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm doing it for X, Y, Z reason and, and stuff just because it's so hard to get a girl nowadays. I told him, I was like, dude, yeah, I understand that. But look, you're not going to have any long term, you know, you're not going to have any longe- uh, longevity with that. Yeah. Like it just because I was like, look, like it's, at some point you're going to feel so ripped off you're gonna feel so much like like the relationship is not balanced and it's not, not going not any- just that but drained too. yeah yeah you're you're gonna feel drained yeah. and eventually it's gonna come to a head and i'm like dude like you think that just just because you you have a girl you're gonna be happy dude no it's not like it's- and not just the thing of that but then later on she's gonna see the real you eventually yes eventually yes, <laughs> yes. and then that's when everything's going to break down is because, all right, now she saw a side of me. and You can't go back to that pretend, you yeah. know, you can't go back. She's already saw it, yeah. you know, um, and things change. You have to be 100 percent honest in the beginning. You have to. You, no, I mean, not honest in the sense, but like be your 100% yourself. You have to be that yeah. <laughs> because if not and. You're, you're pretending to be somebody else just to get a girl. You're just changing who you are to her narrative. Same thing with the girl. You know, you, they don't. No one should have to change to be in a relationship. Yeah, who they are essentially. Actions can change. I believe that 100. Yeah. Um, your actions definitely do have to change because you're in this relationship. There's going to be a new dynamics setting scenarios that are going to happen between the both of you so yeah your actions are going to change later on but the baseline of who you are that should never change yeah that should never change because the, the second you lose that you just you lose you lose your happiness in a sense oh yeah yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. lose yourself and you lo- you lose your happiness and yeah and it's just like dude you're a billion percent correct and and you're also a billion per- you hit it right on the button when you said eventually the real you does come out yeah. and that's another thing i told him i was like dude like eventually you're who you are yeah. will come out yeah. it just it'll happen and she'll see you for who you truly are and it's like and you know i don't know it's just like because the way i look at it is um Especially, I, that's how I go throughout life. Friendships, whatever. Um, because my, my friends have tried, and I've told you the stories, I think, have tried to change me in the past. Like, they'll be like, you can't be friends with this person. You should, you should talk to them. Um, I can't, you know, I don't think we can be friends if you're not friends with them. And like, trying to change who I am. Like, I already told them from the beginning 
you know, I'm not going to be friends with this person. <laughs> we don't get along. Um, and then they pretended to be friends with me and pretended that was okay. And then later on, just like, it's not okay with them anymore. When I was 100% upfront with them from the beginning. And they didn't want to be friends anymore. And I said, fine, because I'm not going to change who I am just to keep someone around, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, and that's the way that it should be as well. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I have always given you a ton of credit for that because yeah, you are very strong in your convictions, you know, with those types of things as am I. And, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean and I know exactly what that's like as well. So, and and I know to everyone out there, like me and Ray, we're sounding like we having a a lot of agreements right now, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've we've had some harsh discussions, oh, especially yeah. with politics. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but and that's what I love about it is like we um after like we have those harsh discussions, we'll we'll like all right, let's go grab a drink or something. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that, we don't see that a lot. Yeah, anymore. yeah, 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 dude. I was just about to say that. Like, like it's amazing how it's amazing how today it's funny. So like, I'll kind of draw it back to this. Like, yeah, you have to be a gentleman to everybody, but it's, it's almost amazing how ungentleman like a lot of people are nowadays when it comes to politics, you know, we are living of course in the year 2022 over the last five, six years, politics have, has gotten progressively, I think angrier, angrier, uglier, worse in many ways. And it's just like, you and I, though, yeah, like, as he said, guys, yeah, we, we sound like we agree on a lot of things right here, but it's like, but we, we disagree on a lot of different things. But but what's good about that, though, is like, you know, we can have an open discussion about something. We can disagree about it. We could still go, we, you know, we're still friends afterwards, you know, because I've, I've seen it and I've had it before where, you know, just politics in general, people are just kind of like, oh, like they're willing to damn you, yeah. you know, for your politics. And I'm yeah. just a little bit like. You know, like me, that's just not how I am. I have a lot of friends that are totally on the opposite side of, you know, my politics, you know, you, for example, but I would never damn them for it. And I would never just not be friends with somebody just because of their. their The the only time I've ever done that is when people are ugly to me because I've had um, a friendship. It was like a family friend for the longest time. And this was like right in the beginning when Trump, you know, was president and there was this thing between like palestine and israel yeah and i posted an article and i let me let me just say she's never like talked to me about political aspects or anything um but like in it like people were just commenting i just posted the link to the article people were commenting uh make sure your people you know vote next time and like she said that like your people yeah. and I'm Palestinian. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it just got so ugly and I've never seen that side of her before. And it's just that point to where like there was no discussion, no discussion. It's just one sided, just like, I'm not going to change my mind no matter what you say. That's the type of situation I try to stay away from, you know, because I'm not going to, you know, damn you for it. But if you're just going to be that ugly and mean, that type of negativity is just, you know, not for me, you know, (laughs) but that's the only time I would like back away is if it gets ugly like that for no reason, because you don't even know these people that that article, you don't even know them and you're going to ruin the whole friendship, whole relationship off of people that you don't even know, you know? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, my thing too, I see all kinds of things, whether it's on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook, I see all kinds of political stuff. And, you know, honestly, if I see something I don't agree with, honestly, I just, I scroll past it. Yeah. You know, I just, I scroll past it. Why like, say anything? Yeah. Why say anything? Like, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, you know what? Like, it's this person's right. It's yeah. their, their whatever. They can post whatever they want. I'm not going to sit here and seriously get butthurt about this. No. You know, I may not agree with it, but at the end of the day too, like, like I, I can, I can disagree with them about a lot of things. Like I'll send you things. You'll send me things sometimes. Like, and I will admit when I send things, I don't send it to be like, ha, like political, like, you know, I'm right. You're wrong. Like you send it for humor. Yeah. Yeah. I send it for humor. (laughs) I I send it for humor to try to get a reaction out of people and stuff. Yeah. Cause 'cause it's funny. Like, it's just like, I like, and some people really don't like that and stuff like, like, you know, and I've been told recently, like, you know, who told me something recently was, uh, was Vinny. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Vinny, Vinny was like, so I kept sending Vinny, Vinny all these things, and Vinny, like Vinny's another one of those guys. Like, like he, it's not that he'll get out there, and it's not like he'll, it's not like he'll sit there and he'll like he'll be like, oh fuck you, blah 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 yeah. blah, or that he's not that type of guy. No. But like Vinny, if you send him something, like he'll look at it, yeah. he'll look at it, and he'll go, he'll go. And, and he'll be he'll be like, you know what? That's pretty disgusting. That's pretty fucked up. You know, he'll say <laughs> he'll say some shit like that. But then and then he'll just be, be, be like and then he'll he'll give you maybe a, an opposing view for, for a minute. Yeah. And then you can go ahead and you can say something. You can say something, uh, you know, back to him or whatever and have a, a an open discussion with him about it. But like. You know, he knows me just like you know me. Like he knows I, I'm I'm sending him some of these things just for shock value and just for the entertainment of seeing him get all like, oh, whatever. And then he, and then, but but recently he did tell me he was just kind of like Ray. He goes, I've told you before, quit sending me all this crap. He just go, he goes, I hope this is the last time I have to tell you to send me this or not to send me all this crap. He goes, you know, I don't agree with any of this. After and, after a while, I just started ignoring him. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I I know. I was like, all right, man, the first three, I, I get it. And then like after that, it was like, you should see our messages. It's just it's just me going to messages of Andrew Tate just yelling <laughs> and screaming <laughs> things that sound mi- misogynistic to some. I mean, just say it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, like it's yeah, I look, you know, what's funny, too, is I'll, I'll send all these things. And then sometimes my phone, like it won't notify me of any response or anything like that. So so I'll like look at my DMs and I'll, I'll, I'll go, did this person look at this yet? And I'll see it go, Chad, scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll like, look at it. But I won't. I'm, like, I'm like, he didn't say anything back. <laughs> that, God damn it. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's how you know I'm done. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I was looking at it. I'm just like, oh, man. I was, I was like, I can't get a reaction out of it. Because that one night, I think it was like all day. It was like, oh, ha- yeah. It yeah. was like, seven hours of messages <laughs> dude, dude yeah it was but dude honestly like i like i enjoyed that like like i like to like i like the shock value things but i also like having an open discussion yeah. like an open argument about things too yeah. like a civil disagreement yeah. and just talk to people i prefer this. it face to face though yeah 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 that's, oh, that's the type of more i've lost a lot of friendship for like being friendship texts. I hate friendship texts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. then you get in an argument, it just blows out of proportion. Yeah. And then if people don't want to talk, I'm like, talk to me in person. No, we're doing this now. I'm like, all right, it's yeah. not going to end well. Well, because, <laughs> so. yeah, you're right. Well, well, because, and I think the reason for that is because there's no tone over text. No. So you have to set the tone in your own mind. Yeah. And people... You know, when they sit there and they look at that, they read certain things 
they'll automatically take it as oh blah 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 you know what i mean and stuff when it's like, like the infamous k yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> People, oh, wait God. why did you just send k yeah you're k. usually okay yeah uh, yeah yeah whenever i well, get k yeah especially from a woman i'm like oh I'm like, dude, I'm like okay like what, what did i say what did i do wrong now <laughs> but, but the thing is and then you meet them up and you're like i just meant k like <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 dude i overthink that type of crap a yeah. lot too and and stuff yeah dude it's amazing but the the political dynamic today is just like it's it's so polarizing you know and it's it's just amazing and i'm just i'm really glad that you and i can have like that friendship though yeah. where it's not that way in in you, stuff you, you know because it's you kind of have to i mean it's just i see how the politics are today and like john mccain for instance i because i'm a democrat and you know john mccain went against obama and of course, I was for Obama, but I always respected the heck out of him because he any racist, you know, thing he would shut down. Yeah. He shut them down immediately, you know, and then also just just having civility, you know, like the whole um, Obamacare aspect when Republicans at the time were going to cancel it with no plan. Yeah. There was no plan to replace it. Um, John McCain saw that. He, he wanted to plan John McCain. In fact, the whole Obamacare thing started with Mitt Romney. You know, Mitt Romney, it was his idea. It's just, you know, it wasn't 100 percent what Obamacare was, but he had an aspect of like a health care plan like that. Um, and John McCain was one of those uh, senators. Yeah, he was a senator. Senators, yeah. Um, that understood that we can't cancel this without a replacement. Um, and he was the one that voted against his own party. I remember it that. was an infamous time in history. And I respected the heck out of that. Um, just because he, he, even though he didn't like Obamacare, he knew that the outcome for millions of people would have been affected by it, yeah. you know, and we, we need more people like that <laughs> on both sides, not just republicans but democrats you know um yeah, yeah. And that's that that's the type of like republican friends i want to be friends with or just people in general not even putting a label on it it's just having that civility there having those conversations and understanding that we're all human beings in the end of the day you know yeah yeah exactly man yeah 100 percent. i agree with you a billion percent and it's like and i and yeah you're right i i remember all that too because i remember <laughs> It was on TV. Uh, John McCain had just come in, uh, just came out of a surgery for for the uh, yeah. glioblastoma yeah. that he had, and I'll never forget he had that that mark on his head, yeah. and um, or the side of his face, and I'll never forget when it was time for him to come up and cast his vote for that. I, I'll just I'll never forget he he put it down, yep. and then he just with went, his thumb, and, yeah, with his, and yeah, pointed it down, he pointed and it down. No yeah. one expected it. It was in, it was just like it was like a. He's going to be legendary for that. In, oh, yeah. In, in, um, even though he didn't win presidency or anything like that, um, he's really missed. In, uh, because, like, there's not a lot of Republicans like that anymore. Yeah, there's you know? not. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's amazing, man. The, you know, I will say just openly, you know, not all, but a lot of just the, the party itself has has gone to a form of extremism that, you know, wasn't there just not long ago and the people that were there before are gone you know 
um, like John Boehner. Yeah, I remember he's John gone. Boehner. Yeah, yeah, John, he's gone. <laughs> and uh, and the ones that still remain are kind of trying to, you know, they're just teetering on the edge. They're teetering, teetering on the edge of trying to toe the line between, you know, some of the, the Trump extremism. Which, which I've never understood. Like, I understand people want people in the office that represent them. But I wouldn't want somebody in there 100% like me, you know, (laughs) like I wouldn't want somebody so far liberal, you know, because then they wouldn't get anything done. You know, I want somebody who's gonna work across the aisle um, with other parties Um, because this whole waiting four years or two years, every like two years to have a party change nothing's gonna get passed <laughs> yeah yeah dude. yeah that, that yeah that's the thing yeah no, nothing will ever get done and you know honestly i think that's where we're heading right now yeah. because it's just waiting for the next election to get things done <laughs> yeah because the i mean certain things have already been passed and have already gotten done you know in the biden administration yeah. now yeah. but like take for example once january comes and you know the the gop does take over the house as the you know the majority i mean they're it's more not, they're more conservative conservatives like far right conservatives now that have more control than than the early tea party days where people people just saw it oh they're just being um doing that just to get votes um they're being that extreme just to rile up their no these these guys really believe in that (laughs) they really believe in and and um now it's coming to the point where things can change law-wise um, for a lot of human basic rights that most every the majority of Americans want, you know, yeah. um, which they they did um, solidify like the Gay Marriage Act um, and a racial marriage. They passed that in the law where the Supreme Court can't touch it. Um, but things like Roe versus Wade, that was a big wake wake up call for a lot of folks. Like, hey, things can go back. Oh yeah, <laughs> things yeah. can go back. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're, we're also seeing, yeah, things can go back and things can also, you know, what else is funny too? You know, what's also really was a real big eye opener, I think for me and, you know, just, I think everyone in the world, but especially in the United States is the threat of war, like real, yeah, like war, like true, like war with a big foreign power, you know, whether it's Russia or China, um, like take for example, like when the whole Russia Ukraine thing happened yeah. uh, back in February. So all of that had happened. A lot of people didn't think it was going to happen. A lot of people were just a little bit like, oh, you know, Vladimir Putin, he's just flexing a little bit. You know, he's just trying to. And there were even, you know, his own. There were even Russian experts, you know, Russians that had, I guess, citizenship elsewhere in the world, that you know were talking to news media outlets, and they were saying. Uh, you know, oh, like I'll never forget. It was like two or three days before the invasion actually happened. Uh, This person, she had basically said, she just goes, look, he's not actually going to invade. What he's doing is he's trying to show a lot of strength and he's trying to, you know, make it look like, you know, Russia is this great power. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're, we're flexing and, you know, we're, we're causing a a big disturbance throughout the rest of Europe. 
um, that sort of thing. You know, he won't actually do that. You know, he, he's got a, not an election, but something kind of coming up where, you know, he's, he has to tip the party or tip the the favor to himself. Yeah. Yeah, Something like that, you know, but I'll never forget it happened. Like he, it was like two or three days later, he, he, you know, ordered the invasion and Ukraine was in, you know, big trouble. Because he did it in Crimea, that's why. Yeah, he had already mm-hmm. done it in in you know Crimea, and there was a lot of things going on in you know the Donbas region already. You know there was there was kind of like these little bit uh, you know these proxy wars uh, going on, and um, but yeah, so it was just it was the threat of real possibly the next world war, yeah. because that there was something where and I think a lot of them because you know Americans today. It's not that like we haven't seen war over the last couple of decades. We have definitely what the you know war in Afghanistan as well as the Iraq war. You know a lot of other things I guess that you know went on in the world around that time. But as far as like an actual like a, a really large scale global yeah. conflict, yeah. Americans today have not seen that. The last Americans that really saw that were the American like the ones that lived in like the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and in the 50s. Um, that was when World War II happened. And I think this is happening not only just because of power, but because of misinformation and the un, like things that are false becoming the truth now. Um, because as you notice, Putin is doing these false narratives about Ukraine, um, just like how here here in the States, okay, we're doing that for an election. Doing that in Russia <laughs> is a whole different power game, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, because especially for someone like Putin, he's going to use that to get his people on his side regarding Ukraine, you know, um, to justify of what he's doing, um, with false narratives. Um, because that's just, just such a big thing now is trying to convince people with false narratives now on why he's doing it, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. So there's false narratives out there. The other thing too, though, it's amazing how perspectives can be whipped up or warped or changed, if you will, because I noticed like everybody, everyone else, like people, people have their own life experiences and they have their own perspectives on things. And sometimes perspectives can change, but also it's amazing how, like when you say something, people based off of their their knowledge their opinions and their world life just their experience they'll interpret things a certain way as you know facts I mean? yeah they'll interpret yeah. it as as facts like i i've noticed and i i notice this about a lot of people and it's not that people they they don't do it deliberately it's you know it's not that they're totally like they're not ignorant as to certain things but they're more so they're looking for the truth of their own point yeah yeah exactly yeah. so so take for example was it uh oh yeah so like i i remember i've said certain things to 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 people i'll say something to them i'll say hey blah 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 xyz yeah you know my message is xyz xyz is literally what came out of my mouth but then later on i'll notice you know whoever it is will sit there and say well well you you said abc and i'm like i didn't say that goes yeah you did and and what they'll do is they'll they'll take they'll kind of regurgitate what I said yeah. a bit, but they'll, they'll, it's warped yeah. a bit. And the, and I notice it's all based off of their interpretation of what I said. Yeah. So I said X, Y, Z, they heard X, Y, Z, yeah. 
but they interpreted it as A, B, C instead. Yeah. And they'll say, well, you said A, B, C. And, I, and I, I've come back at certain people. I'm, I'm like, no, that is not what I said. Yeah. I said X, Y, Z. You may have interpreted that as A, B, C. That's not what was actually said, you know, and stuff. And it's just, and, and I noticed it's not that like people, they, you know, they deliberately do that. It's not like they're sitting there, you know, clapping their, or, you know, uh, rubbing their hands together, like, let me just deliberately misinterpret this. But, you know, they, they go that, off their that, own. That happened to us when we were doing the text thing. Yeah, it did. Because yeah. that's why I like doing it in person, because um, it, it, it you can hear the tone yeah. of where you're at, where you're coming from. Um, and I think when that happens, because at the end of it, we were cool. Like, we were understanding where both, you know, people are coming from. Um, I think when that happens, most people just give up. You know, they're just like, all right, we're cutting this off. We're not talking anymore. But you, you have to get you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, um, so, so many people nowadays are, are trying to avoid uncomfortability. Um, and that's not good because you can't progress. You can't move forward. And you're just going to stay in the bounds of what you're comfortable with. Um, and you just have to be okay with failing sometimes, you know, you have to be okay with being wrong. Um, that's how you learn, <laughs> you know, it stinks, you know, it, it creates this, this anxiety. All right. Well, I'm weak now because I was wrong or I failed or, you know, uh, I was uncomfortable with it, but you, you have to be okay with it in order to learn and move on you know yeah you're absolutely right and it's like you know i think that was also one of the other uh, you know points that you had mentioned right yeah. um people in general like they're i think they're inherently wired to avoid anything that's uncomfortable yeah. you know which is like it's understandable it's you know from just i think purely just a mental and maybe a biological sense it's it's understandable we're we're all trying to live comfortable comfortably in an uncomfortable world yeah. and that's a losing game every time yeah. yeah and you know it and it's actually it's funny because for me i will say right now you know in my life at this point it's not that i'm totally i can't say that i'm really comfortable really per se not at least not in every aspect i do have a certain level of comfort though there's a certain level of comfort, which is really nice that I do enjoy. But I will say I had to go through so much discomfort when I was younger, though, when I was in my teen years, when I was in my my 20s, I had to go through a lot of things that were not fun. It was very uncomfortable. And it was constant too. you know what I mean, to finally get to where I am right now, you know, not just from like a financial standpoint, but also just like from an from a uh, from a spiritual standpoint. But you had to start with the uncomfortability, you know, to get to that comfortable. A lot of people want to start comfortably and then go through uncomfortable, you know, um, that just you, you have to have that background, you know, you have to have some part of struggle in order to make yourself stronger, you know? Yeah. Um, it sucked going through that. Um, cause I, I've faced struggles in my life too, but we have to go through that and not give up in order to succeed, you know? Um, so, cause you, you've told me some things about your past. Um, but the person you are now is completely different 
from who you were in the beginning and you're better for it you know well thank you man likewise thanks (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely man yeah Yeah. you know i i noticed you know we we've both come through a lot of things so i remember because you told me certain things too that that you went through and um you know somewhat similar to some of the things i i went through as well and you know it's it's not fun you know it's it's really not fun nobody enjoys those types of things but you know but yeah it is like you know you it's just part of life it's gonna happen yeah it's part of life it's it's gonna happen and you know you're you're definitely better for it right now as well and and stuff because you went through all those things and it's like i'll give you some uh some examples kind of of what we're uh talking about but it's like on a kind of a, on a different plane, if you will, but relating to the same thing. Um, I heard this saying one time a saying a little bit of suffering is good for the soul. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely true because the other thing too, is if you don't suffer to a certain degree, you don't appreciate what, yeah, you don't appreciate certain things. You don't appreciate what it's like to feel comfortable. Then you don't appreciate what it's like to be happy yeah. you don't appreciate what you know like because once you have every reason to be happy and to be joyous you know you don't actually feel those things and you don't like really appreciate it unless you've been through certain things in the past you know which i'll use myself as an example you know i went through a lot of things in the past so did you but it's like now like i would say overall like i'm i'm a pretty happy person am i sitting here every single day just totally feel filled with joy no 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 one is honestly i don't think you know i'm just like you know i can definitely say like you know i i have a lot of things knock on wood i'm very blessed yeah and yeah yeah, and and i'm happy i have those things and and i i don't take anything for granted you knew how long it took to get to where you are oh yeah exactly yeah Yeah. you know what i mean and i yeah because i just i take myself back to when I, I was going through all that crap and it, and like, that was my life for years on end. And I'm just, and I didn't know, like, there was so much uncertainty. Like back at that time, I would think about myself at the age of, you know, how, how I would be at the age of 30 and I, and there was so much uncertainty, you know, and and uncertainty is very uncomfortable. Um, and I just thought about all this thing, but now I'm here, like, you know, and it's like, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I made a lot of good decisions. There was some luck involved, most definitely. You know, I'm able to enjoy all these things now because of all that stuff that happened in the past. And it's strange because, you know, I know some people, I'll I'll use this one person that I knew in college uh, as an example. This person, I won't say her name, but she was... She was a good person, I guess. I didn't know her super well. I, I knew her pretty much throughout all of college. You know, she was definitely, uh, definitely an associate of mine. This girl was uh, extremely good looking and and stuff like she she's definitely looked like the type that's like okay she's not she's not gonna marry anybody that's <laughs> like has anything less than fifty million dollars <laughs> and stuff yeah because she was like. But yeah, she was, um, she was pretty nice person, I guess on the outside for the most part. And, but it was funny because I knew, I knew a lot of her friends. I knew her, some of her friends a little bit more personally and, you know, and I don't know how I'm going to assume that it's true just because like, it makes sense. Um, you know, I don't know if like her friends were just, you know, bashing her behind her back is, it just seems like that's a thing like a lot of girls like to do on their friend groups. Her friends were telling me, they're like, yeah. She's you would think she's like the happiest person in the world, because the other thing, too, is like her, you know, she she came from a I'm not going to say the wealthiest family, but a pretty wealthy family. You yeah. know, 
I, I think, you know, her family, like they were all involved in some of like the big banking on Wall Street, wow. that sort of thing. <laughs> and, you know, they, you know, they, they definitely had money. Wait, and, what school was this? Uh, UD. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But, and it was funny. She literally, she was just the type of girl. She, uh, the whole Instagram thing, you know, going to all these really nice, hot, exotic places, you know, she, you know, she, she was extremely good looking, had all the attention. She could literally have any guy she would want. Um, and you know, she was always traveling too. She's always traveling, you know, like one, one minute she's, I think the only places she wasn't going to are some of the, you know, Asia Pacific countries, but she was going everywhere else, everywhere else in the world. Like uh, at the drop of a hat, like, you know, it'd be like one, one, one week or one day she's in Mexico. The next day she's in, you know, she's in France. And then the next day she's like over here and it's just kind of like, like, I'm just kind of thinking, myself like how do you have the time like i don't think she works she doesn't do any of that she's got a degree but she doesn't work you know like because because she's just she's out there i guess on daddy's money which is fine you know hey like all power to you but like it was funny her friends are like were telling me her friends were like you know you would think she's the happiest person in the world she's not and i'm like what do you mean i I was like how is she not i was like she's she's just drop dead gorgeous Mm -hmm. You, you know she can literally have anything she wants from any guy she comes from a very wealthy family her family pays for her to go and do all all these things and i'm like she gets to go everywhere and anywhere i'm like you know it seems like you know she just she just thinks of what she wants and she gets it uh and stuff and a lot of and uh, you know and a lot of her friends were like oh yeah that's all true they're like but Deep down, she's extremely insecure on the inside, on the inside, like because she's opened up to, 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 to some of her friends and, you know, she's extremely insecure. She just talks about, oh, blah, 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 blah. She's constantly comparing herself to other people, which I guess we all do to a certain degree. But like she just from the way they described it, they made it out. They're just like, you know, she's she's almost borderline miserable. Mental health has no no wealth gap yeah. to, you know, like there's no. With mental health, that can be a struggle in itself, you know. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter how rich you are. Yeah, mental um, health does not discriminate. Does definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it does um, not discriminate at all on any level. And and that's the thing. Is so it was funny they were they were telling me about that, but like, you know, and I thought about it to myself, like, I don't know, I don't totally know her past, but I'm going to assume, I'll just assume she, you know, maybe on many levels, you know, never uh maybe she never suffered. You know, maybe she never really had to suffer growing up. So uh, with certain things, uh, therefore now, now that she's like here, she's, you know, she's past college now. She's, she did all these things in college and now she's past college. And and it's like, wow, like you don't have to work. Like you, you have all like this, this freedom, you got all this stuff like she, but she can't appreciate it though. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, maybe she doesn't have the ability to, to appreciate it. Cause like I said, according to her friends, you know, that she was miserable. Yeah. Apparently she's miserable. So, and I just thought about, I'm just like, you know, and okay, I, I would not trade places with her. Yeah. You know, I just like, I'm, I'm happy. What it could, cause we don't know how, why she was feeling like that. Yeah. Um, like sad or depressed or, uh, so yeah it's true that she might have not appreciated you know everything that she was given um but mental health you know it it comes to you whether you want want it to or you know or it comes to you 
at any moment, I should say. Oh yeah. Um, so that's why I'm saying it's a struggle in itself. Um, because maybe through all that time, even though she was given all of that, like m trips, money for college and all of that, um, how to deal with, um, mental health without knowing, I think without knowing how to struggle, um, is really difficult, yeah. you know, because even though you have all these money and, or all this money, all this wealth from your family, if you don't know how to manage your mental health and it's given to you, like the struggles, that can be really difficult. You know, it, even though you have all these resources, if you don't know how to use them or how to get there to use them, that's that's a difficult situation, you know. Um, so because I always struggled with that reasoning. Uh, these, how are these rich, wealthy people committing suicide? You know, um, it's not the fact that they're rich that makes them happy. It, it's mental health that everyone is struggling with, you know. Um, so I don't think it's the struggles that will lead you to succeed in those mental health struggles, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It, it, they're two. The reason why I'm scrambling a little bit is they're two separate situations. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I think I understand what you're yeah. saying, and it's like because because I, I would I would agree in the fact that like not appreciating um, the wealth. Pro she probably didn't understand, you know. And I can't speak for her, but like how they got how their parents got to that wealth. You know, the amount of time it takes to get there how much work it gets there um but i don't think that's necessarily 100 percent of you know why she's not unhappy you know there could be a bottom line to it you know yeah most definitely um you know yeah there, there could be a mix of reasons and stuff you know what I mean? another like kind of expression I'll, I'll use to um to kind of describe this or kind of go go with this maybe is like a fish doesn't a fish does not know it's in water you know what i mean she you know she may not be aware of certain things and you know just because she doesn't have the context maybe because she just doesn't have certain lived experiences yeah. as of yet yeah but mental health is another you know is a is a big thing and it's you know and it's funny too actually you, you know when it comes to being a man and being a gentleman in today today's society and i will say and this is a, a good a great a healthy change actually i will say because i still feel like i you know i still maintain that men still have duties men still have responsibilities and i know what a lot of people say oh well everyone has responsibilities <laughs> that's but, what i was thinking <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah but 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 i will say this yeah. between men and women yeah. okay men you know you are almost 100 percent expected to you know a woman it's not that they don't it's or it's not that they don't or it's not that they won't but they i still think women can get away with not necessarily having responsibilities nowadays or like or still today um it's not all of them but like you know a woman can sit there though a woman can can say hey I want to grow up and I just want to be a housewife and I just want a man to take care of me. You yeah. know, a woman can say that, you know, uh, like a, a woman can say that. And there, you know, it's probably more frowned upon now than it ever was before, you yeah. know, because like I think maybe in the 1950s, 60s and 70s, maybe even in the 80s that like that was that was acceptable. You know, it's yeah. like that. That was like it's like, OK, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. You know, now 
that's changed. It's not really supposed to be that way anymore, but you know, I don't think it still can happen. Yeah. It it can still happen. You won't have a a ton of a mob full of people ready to stone her over that though, you know, um, and stuff a lot of people kind of sit there and go, "Eh, well, you know, uh, that's just personally not the way that I feel it or how I feel about it or how I think about it. Uh, but you know, but Hey, you know, if that's really what you want, like, Hey, more power to you, uh, you know, say Kumbaya, a man, not really allowed to, you know, a, a man can't do that. You know, a man cannot sit there and say, Hey, I want to find a rich woman and I just want a woman to take care of yes, me. Yes, they this. can. They mm. definitely can. So, so here, yeah, no, there they, are men they, out there that are hundred percent comfortable with the yeah, woman. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. There, there are individual men that are comfortable with that, but society as a whole will like, frowns upon men that, that are like that though like if you ask anybody i th- you know i i would say if you went out there in public to anybody and if you said hey is that acceptable most people would, would sit there and go mm, no you know what i mean and stuff now they might give you some mixed answers but i think by and large it would be mm, no well maybe there should be a poll <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it, it most definitely, definitely yeah. see what the general society but even if ge- general society states that men have to act a certain way you know we have to kind of try to not um conform to that we we, you know like all right the general society thinks i should act this way i'm still going to be myself that goes back to like being who you are you know i don't want to be that guy that provides all the time so surround yourself with people who don't necessarily need you to provide for them, you know, um, because there's when there's women out there that can take care of themselves. They don't need a man to take care of them. And there's women out there that want a man to take care of them. So, you know, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, it, it just depends on what spectrum you're looking at it from. Yeah. You may have been in situations where that has happened to you. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, the general population is like that. I don't I don't believe that. So I, I don't I mean at a time I think it was, but now with this uptick of like independence, I think that's starting to drift away. Yes. You know? I, I do think it's starting to drift away, but I still believe that the general consensus is that like as, like I said, as a man, you're not it's not that people will sit there, they'll, they'll, you know, start grabbing their weapons and they'll start yeah. <laughs> marching down whatever to make you do. Bl- no. no, like I'm not saying that 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 people are going to go and do that. But I think if you ask like the general population, their, their opinion, hey, are men allowed to just, you know, kind of sit around and, you know, just kind of wait for a woman to like most people will sit there and kind of go, we'll look at you. Men and women will probably look at you and go, no, absolutely not. Like he's he's got to get out there. He needs to prove himself and that he's worthy of, you know, all these things or whatever. And he, he's got to go out there and he's got to make it for himself. You know, if, if you say for that for women, you know, it's probably 
different from what it would be uh, or what the answers would be maybe like, like I said, the fifties or sixties, but especially like, but, but women, I think they can still, they can get away with that still today. You know what I mean? Not that it's like, oh, everyone's like clapping for her. Like, oh yeah, great, great for you. Let's just applaud for her. No, but like, but a lot of people, you know, they'll, they'll say it's much more in compare on a comparative spectrum. I would say that they would probably say that it's, it's much more acceptable for a woman. Cause here's the other thing too. Um, it, it's funny we're, we're talking about this because it just brought up another memory of mine. Uh, so I was with, I was at uh, this bar in Wilmington, uh, Torbert. So I was at Torbert, you know, it's a really nice, nice restaurant, you know, r- really nice place. You know, a lot of people, you know, it's kind of upscale. People go there, you know, and, and stuff, just, you know, have fun, uh, happy hour, you know, that sort of thing. So I was there with my, uh, with my boy Kair and, you know, Kair and I were talking about these, we were kind of talking about what we're talking about now, uh, to a certain degree. And then we went outside for a bit. We were, uh, we were surrounding the, uh, the fire pit that was out there and there was this couple. And then there was this woman that was there. This woman, she looked to be like, I don't know, maybe 40 or so, maybe, I don't know the couple. And then the woman, you know, they, they kind of overheard our, uh, Conversation. Kair's, yeah, our yeah. Uh, conversation. So, and they kind of chimed in a little bit. And Kair asked the woman, like uh, the the woman who's like forty, word for word. I don't exactly remember what it was, but like, but he basically asked her, should a relationship, should the dynamic between men and women, be more of an equal type of thing? Yeah. Uh, you know, as far as like, you know, should the woman share in their financial responsibilities? Should, you know, the man share in these responsibilities and stuff? Because, you know, just according to Ray right here, it seems like by and large women today, they want to be, you know, independent. They want all these things. They want that type of respect, but they're not, it doesn't seem that they're willing to do all of the things that men normally have to do, you know, to have that respect, which is pay your own bills, do all these things. Da, 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 da. They still expect a man to do everything for them at the end of the day if they're in a relationship. And she got she kind of got a little quiet when the question was posed. She then kind of she kind of let out a little sigh. She was like, <sighs> and then she went like this. She goes, well. And then she, she, you know, she looked over at me and, she, and then she looked over at Kair and she goes, he, he, yeah, Ray's right. And Kair was like, really? And, and all of a sudden she was like, yeah, she was just like, you know, not saying that all women are like that. She goes, because I certainly wasn't, she says, but I have noticed that a lot of women, especially the girls like of the younger generation today, whether it's Gen Z's or millennials, that seems to be there. They have this weird warped expectation, uh, that that's how it's supposed to be. And, um, and she was just saying, she, she, she goes, you know, it's, it's difficult though. She goes, it's difficult. And we were like, well, what, what do you mean? It's difficult. She goes, well, you know, I've experienced both. She says, I've experienced it where, you know, I, she, she goes, I got two kids. I experienced, you know, being a housewife, uh, and, and stuff. And, you know, and she, she goes, she goes, being a housewife is difficult all, uh, all on its own. It's a different type of difficulty. She goes, but, uh, you know, she was just kind of like, she was, she was like, yeah, like it was nice though, not having to work. It was nice though, not having to be responsible on that level. You know what I mean? All I had to do was take care of the kids, take care of the house, whatever, and all this, all this other stuff. 
Um, and then she was, she was like, but then eventually at one point she would, she, you know, she used the word, she, she, she goes, I decided, you know, one day I want to be a boss bitch instead. You know what I mean? So she goes, so I went out there in the working world and I started working and I built myself up and, you know, I, I, you know, got a good career. She goes, man, being a boss bitch is really tough. You know what I mean? And stuff like having to support yourself, having to do that, that, that. So, but I, but I thought about it, it was, it was, I thought about it later on though. I thought about it. I was like, but, but there it is. Like, I'll, I'll say it again. There it is. Yeah. I'll say it one more time. There it is. Going back to my point. Yeah. She has experienced both. She had, like, afterwards, she goes, oh, man, like, being a boss bitch is tough. Like, for a man, that's your default. Yeah. You don't get to sit there and... The majority of women today too will not, like if you say, I want to be a house husband, the majority of women ain't going to let you be a house husband. You know what I mean? Unless she's like some big corporate executive and everything like that. Even then, the majority of women now, they still, they, they want to marry up. Like they're not, they're, you know, your ass better get to work. You know what I mean? Like, so, but like, but women have, but, but that's what I mean. It's kind of, it goes back to that. Women have that option. Men don't, you know, it's like men, it's like, nah, dude, you, you got to be the boss, bitch. You got to be, you got to be the boss. Like you got to be the person that's out there making the money, doing this, doing that. A woman can sit there and she can go, well, I can be a housewife or I can be a boss, bitch. You know, th there's options with them and stuff, think, you know? I think so, it's true in both cases though. If you, anybody can choose, if you want that life where you want to be a stay at home dad or, you know, just stay at home and be the, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And in the in the sense that if you want that go after it and not worry about the general society you know not not worry about society norms okay this if you date someone that doesn't want that and you're clear from the beginning then you know that that person isn't the right one for you right you know there there's ways to get to where you want to be in life um, and not just go over what the general society wants it to be. Let's say if that's the case where men have to be the provider and that's which we don't know 100% sure that the general society men has to be the provider. Um, most women, I should say, want men to be a provider. Um, I don't necessarily believe in that because anything is possible. If you want to be that stay at home dad, you know, provide for the wife that comes home from work, then do that. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it, it just depends on who you are as a person and going based on your own instinct and not what everybody else is doing or what society says you have to be, you know? Yeah, I, I hear you. I agree with you. And, and like, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with a man, no, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah, not I, saying I, you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and stuff. But but I guess, like, I guess the point that I'm trying to make and how it kind of ties in with what I mean societally is that I guess then what it comes down to is, are you as a man then, if you do what you're proposing, which is perfectly okay to do, I think in essence then you're limiting your potential mates or people that you can date just because That's by fine. and large... That, what's wrong with that yeah no but like yeah yeah okay yeah yeah that's fine and everything like <laughs> yeah, that isn't yeah that but it's better just, because now you you're, you're narrowing it down of who you want to well, be well yeah with. i guess but yeah. it's like but i i guess what i mean is i don't know it, it seems to me like it's socially socially unjust if you will too like it's it's unjust because it's like okay 
this sex can get away with it, but this sex like can't by and large. Or like for who? Like anyone? Yeah, because but but who get away with it from who? From like like uh, an opinion perspective, like a general perspective. Yeah, no, in a a general perspective too, because like I said, like you know, like a woman wants to be a a stay at home mom or something like that. She still has a very large dating pool, you know. For a man, if that's what you want, like you've severely limited your your dating pool and everything, you know, because like and I hear what you're saying, like, yeah, OK, well, like you narrow it down and everything. But like you may not, uh, you know, you're still in essence, though, like limiting your options. Like you never know, like that person that might be OK with you being a stay at home dad, like who never, who knows? It might be a shitty person, might be a great person, but maybe this person over here who like it's it, and it's all a give and take. Maybe this person over here who is, you, you know, m- maybe wants you to be a, a person that's out there working all the time, that sort of thing, you know, m- maybe like on it from a spiritual standpoint, maybe they're better for you, you know, like maybe, you know, y- you would just intellectually, you would do better with that person than the person over here who's just like, like, who knows, you know, and it, like it, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, I guess. I, th- I, th- I think that. The point is, is like, all right, you've tried that. You've tried working with someone who wants you to be, um, you know, the provider, even though that's not what you want to be. Like you've, you've experienced that multiple times of dating someone who wants you to be a provider. Um, and I think people get stuck in that narrative. All right, I'm going to keep dating like this because that's what I'm used to instead of trying to change your mindset. Let me try to date someone the opposite of that that doesn't want you to be a provider. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and like not just focusing so much of the dating aspect, but because l- l- look at your own activities and what you do every day. And then I think you would notice the people around you. Maybe there's a girl that you've been friends with a long time that you never even noticed had the same opinions as you because you're searching for something else. Yeah. You know, so like doing what you love to do i think can also bring the right person to you in a sense yes you know yes. instead of going out to the dating world going to a club you know and meeting a girl that way <laughs> <laughs> which is fun there's nothing wrong with that um, popping bottles but after a while you're like all right this isn't working what can i do to change like i struggle with that too right. you know i i'm more of a traditionalist and I've struggled with that dating life of being a traditionalist, you know? Um, so I'm starting to go out there more being open-minded to certain, you know, people that aren't traditionalists. And, you know, all right, not everything has to go my way. It's a give and take. Um, and that's every, that's, I don't think it's a men perspective or a woman's perspective. I think it's just a human narrative is um we we chase after things that are out of our grasp and instead of what's in our own reach you know right yeah you know what you, dude you, you bring up an amazing point you're i i agree with everything you just said and yeah you know i think you have told me this and another friend of mine has also told me this too like you can change you can change the way that you think you can change your beliefs if you will to, you know, better fit or to, you know, go pursue X, Y, and Z, whatever it is that, that, that you need in that, you know, regard, um, and stuff. Yeah. hundred percent. I, I can't disagree with, with any of that. 
Well, actually, so kind of going off what you just said, though, because uh, it kind of, I guess, kind of pops the question. So in what ways would you say that you are traditional and in what ways has that kind of either given you some difficult with uh, with dating now? And also, where have you where have you looked in the past and where are you looking now? And where where are you changing things up a bit? Well, m- mostly for me um, is online. Um, because I, I, I struggle, I have Asperger's, so I struggle with, um, inner, like personal exchanges like this. Really? It doesn't seem like you yeah, do. Trust me. They, I had good parents, so like, <laughs> they, they helped me like not stay in that environment of like secluding myself, playing video games. They had me go to camps. Um, it's really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they had me get out there um i didn't know they didn't even tell me i had asperger's until i was like 22 um until later on in life um which would have explained a lot um so for me it's a real struggle um to do that like when i was uh you wouldn't see me doing a podcast like this when i was 15 14 years old you know um so when i say i'm a traditionalist in the sense of like all right, I like today's environment. It's like people are comfortable with sleeping with one another um, on a first date. You know, I'm not like that. Um, I believe in like I don't know if marriage first, but I just believe in love first before doing something like that. That's just my general aspect of that, um, and I don't think of it as you know sex first. I think of getting the per like to know the person first in order for me to have an attraction to them, um, or woman, I should say. Um, and that, that's where I say traditionalists, um, not necessarily getting the marriage first. I mean, at that point, if I am at that point where I want to do that, I think I would have that in my mind. Like this is the person I want to marry, you know? Um, so, Gotcha. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. You, uh, you know, you say that and I have to ask the question. So like, why do you think you are that way? Because here's the thing, uh, specifically in the sense of like, uh, you know, no, no sex before marriage or, uh, you know, or at least before love, as you say now, because here's the thing I have seen some people, not many, but some people, um, you know, they are that way purely based, uh, or for religious reasons, Um, that is almost the only time I have yeah. seen anybody that way. For me, it's not religious reasons. Okay. Um, and, and the reason why I ask is because that's, uh, because that, that is not typical of most men in society today, I think, or really oh, ever before. Me, I know. <laughs> yeah. Because, because here's the thing, cause I'll say me personally and everything, yeah. you know, me personally, like I can't say, I think I'm different now. Like, I can't entirely say what I would do now, really, per se. But, like, I think if I'm meeting somebody for, like, the very first time, just how I am now, the very first time ever, um, I'm probably not going to, very likely I'm not think going. Think of that first. Yeah, to think yeah. of that first or actually, like, fuck on the first date. Not, you know, not going to do that. I very likely wouldn't. Um, maybe the second or third, who knows. But, like, but for me in the past... When I was a little bit younger, 
I like, if I had the opportunity, sure. Yeah, I'd do it. You know what I mean? And, and stuff. And it's just like, and I had plenty of girls that, that, you know, were willing to do that. And it was like, you know, they, they want to do it. It was like first, first encounter. It's like, okay, let's get it done, you know, and stuff. But like you almost, you, you don't see men doing that now or really if ever before. So I guess, yeah. Like why, why are you that way though? That's just, I don't, it, it's, it's a type of attraction. I think for me is getting to know the person. Um, because I've had women like were straightforward with me and I had to say, no, that's sorry. I'm not like that from the straight beginning. Like I want to get to know you first. I want that interpersonal connection. Um, for me, that's more important than the physical. Um, cause that's who we are as human beings. Yeah. Sex is a part of, um, you know, relationship and dating and thing. But for me, it's, it's personal. It's not something I discuss with other people. Um, I'm not more comfortable with it. And there's not, not not saying there's anything wrong when people do that. It's just me personally. I can't be that person. I can't be that guy. And I let women know that when they want to do something, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not that guy. From the very beginning, I'll tell them. And that's why I've, it's really hard for someone like me <laughs> to date in this environment. But I also appreciate it. Um, in a sense, I try not to look at it in a negative way because I've gotten to low, know not just a lot of women, but a lot of people in general. Um, and I keep an open mind. I listen to them. Hey, this is who they are. I accept it instead of judging for who they are. Um, and I just expect that same type of treatment with me when I'm like that, you know. Yeah. So I surround my people such as yourself. You know, you've respected me for being who I am. Um, a traditionalist in a sense um, I can't change it <laughs> I can't explain like it's hard to explain who you are you know you just it's an action <laughs> it's just it's like breathing air it's just that's just who I am you know yeah okay awesome <laughs> yeah yeah no 100 percent, and that and that's great you know what I mean because like I said you know yeah like I asked the question like I said just because that's just not something you typically see it's you know not, what I mean? and, yeah. I, and I, I I appreciate the fact that I'm different, yeah. you know, I, I, I look in for it that I'm blessed to be different in a sense, um, because I'm not a certain way, you know, I look, I, I hear everybody, I listen constantly, I'm constantly listening to other people's opinions, how they live, different lifestyles, not because I want to be like that, but I want to have an understanding of the world. You know, if you do that with a closed mind, you're just you're missing out on so much. You're just missing out on experiences. Um, and even though you can't live those experiences, you hear it from other people. Um, and you definitely learn a lot about the world that way. You know, I don't travel. I don't, you know, go out on a lot of dates, but I hear their experiences and it it helps me understand who I am as a person. When I, the more I hear of other people's experience, um, the more I understand myself. Of like, oh, I don't really want to be that. I'm not like that, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're right. It it is good to be different. You know that that's what makes somebody special. You know, and then especially I think for for women too. Women like a guy that's different. You know. Yeah. They, well, <laughs> they, they they really do. You know what I mean? Like it's. But I hear that a lot. Like, oh, I get stuck in the friend zone so many times. So many times. Um, 
uh, which is fine, you know, but then there's a, there's a few that are like, that lead me on, you know, they want to keep you there um, because you're that guy, you know, you're that nice guy, traditionalist that wouldn't do you wrong, um, which they think, you know, I'm human, I make mistakes. Um, but, and then when it comes to like actual dating, you know, they change their mind at the last minute. They're like, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, which is fine. That's their choice. Um, I just people would have a little bit more of understanding of where I'm coming from, yeah. you know, and I can't pick and choose, which I don't. I I do what I love to do, which is cooking. Um, you know, uh, conversating, like being with my family and friends. Um, I don't put relationship as my priority or dating as my priority. You know, and that's good, man. Yeah, that that is a billion. That's really good because here's the other thing. This has just been my experience, and this is just the way that I see things. I could be totally wrong. I don't know, but like, I I think I think I'm correct. I have noticed with people in general, but especially men, men who make dating and just women the forefront of everything in their lives, or even in the top five. I've noticed like it just they're wound up. They're I don't know, just they lose themselves. Yeah, they lose themselves. Exactly. Yeah. They lose themselves. They're just so pent up with anxiety yeah. and they're just so like everything's the forefront of everything as a girl. And I'm just like, like, like basing and, everything, your decision to date someone. Yeah. You know, or just making that like the biggest priority. Like, and I'm just like sitting there and I'm just, I'm just like, like, honestly, to me personally, and I've experienced this before it, in my experience. It's the quickest way to not be happy because yeah, because yeah, here's the like, because here's the thing like I and I've told that to a lot of like to a lot of guys that I know who just like because I have some friends like and and I get it you know like some people some people they're just different I, I I have some friends and I know some people like their goal like the the very fiber of their being yeah. is just to find a woman yeah. have kids in a family and do hey cool good for you. But I don't know. I, to me personally, I think for, especially as it like in general, I'm, I'm going to say this goes for women too, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it from the perspective of a man because I am a man. Um, it's the quickest way to really, first of all, to not get a woman. Number one is also the quickest way to be unhappy. Oh yeah, uh, in 100%. my opinion, yeah. Because I, I, I'm you, just you have to try to date, but um, like trying to the aspect of like losing who you are, of like what you love to do, like cooking for me, example. If I lose that, if I lose a part of myself and put relationships first, it's it's a miserable thing to go through. Yeah, it's exactly. You have to. You have to enjoy what that's why I was bringing up the point earlier of like this podcast, for instance. And let's say you surround yourself with people who love podcasts and you meet a woman that love doing podcasts, you know, and in that aspect, you can go on a date that way and find and instead of the physical aspect, you start off with um, what your interests are, what both your interests are and like, hey, I like this person. I'm attracted to that, too as well as the, the physical aspect but just surrounding people who enjoy what you love to do too and start off with that and get to know 
each other that way um, is a wonderful thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, a hundred percent. And dude, everything you just said, like I agree with a billion percent. And I like, and I'm so also said, I'll say it <laughs> real quick. I'm like, yes, thank you, because it's like I can't tell you how yeah. many like, like, dude. I I have so many. Like I said, I I've they're good friends of mine. They're good guys. Don't get me. They're, they're great. They really are. But like, just their entire life, their their whole existence, everything is, oh, like you know, they're so pent up with anxiety oh, and all this stuff. I'm like what's wrong with you oh well i i gotta do blah, 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 blah. i'm just like why or well, why is that such a big deal oh well you know because well because i, I want to do whatever and i, I want to so i can find a girl so i can be more attractive to a girl and i'm like i'm like like dude like i get it it's like you know to a certain degree we're men you know like yeah we we want we want all we you know all, all the you know, the kitty, all that stuff. I get it. You know what I mean? Like I understand it and, and everything, you know, that, that, that urge that, you know, that biological desire, you know what I mean? It's, I, I get it. That's fine. But like every, it, but it's also, it's more than that too. It's like, you know, there, there's like this, this internal thing that they have going on, but I'm like sitting there, I'm just like, and I, and I tell someone, I'm just like, dude, no, like, listen, like, like, and you see you, I'll give you a, a, a lot of credit because there are a lot of guys that, that don't even know it. Like they, they don't even know what makes them themselves for you it's cooking for you it's like it's it's going out like maybe spending time with family being intellectual doing the you know those are things that make chad chad you know i have things that make me me there are a lot of guys out there they don't have a damn thing they have nothing like they they have like they they don't even know what makes them themselves what they enjoy yeah what they enjoy like like and i'm just saying like and it's just uh, like and i tell some of these guys i'm like yo no like you need to go find out you need to go figure yourself yourself out first first. you need to go figure out what it is that makes you yourself and and then you need to embrace and like you know uh, delve into all those things first. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And stuff like, dude, don't, like, don't make the, a girl the because forefront of now everything. You, let's say that you do that and you're in the relationship based on finding yourself, right? And then five, 10 years, it doesn't work out because typically everyone changes every 10 years, not necessarily personally, but their actions change. And then it doesn't work out. All right, you spent 10 years of your life now it doesn't work out. You're separated. Where do you go from there? You don't have that backup of like being who you are to enjoy, like to help you get out of that situation. Yes. Now it's going to hurt so much more if you don't know who you are first. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dude, dude, this should be written in some relationship Bible. Seriously, dude. Yeah. Yes. Thank but, you. But you see, Thank you. yes, the reason why I'm good at this is like i haven't been in a serious relationship but i've been around people who have and they ask for me for advice um and i'm good at that type of situation i'm not saying they have to take it but i'm good at it because i listen to other people's uh relationships they come to me they tell their stories i actually listen to their stories so that when it comes time for me to be in a relationship not necessarily not knowing what not to do but have a better understanding of what i'm getting myself into you know Mm -hmm. yeah dude dude and that's good yeah that that that's good and like dude honestly i think you're you've set yourself up very well because literally what you just said is what i i had to do in my last serious relationship and it was it was great that i had i had the man in the mirror to fall back on you know and i had the things that made me myself to fall back on you know because 
my last like my last like serious relationship that I had was the breakup eventually of course came. It was difficult. It was not nearly as difficult though as the last two breakups that I had. Like so yeah. So like I I would say in my life honestly I've had I've had three serious relationships. Now I've dated a lot of girls, just kind of casually dated, like you know things where maybe it it didn't necessarily go as far as you know either one of us wanted it to, or it just didn't work out. Like, but it yes. you know it, it it would never became a full on serious relationship yeah. uh, and everything. But I've I would say I've had three women in my life before that I did have serious relationships with, and that I did truly deep down truly loved. The first two breakups that I ever had were really hard. Oh, the, yeah, the first one. Because it's a new experience. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. first one, I will say, was definitely the hardest. Your first love is definitely, oh, yeah. that was the hardest. Um, I still look back on that time in my life and I think to myself like, oh my God, I would never want to relive that. Yeah. The second one was definitely very hard. It was different, but it was still very hard. But in both those instances, I didn't have... I had, I guess I felt back on myself, but I, I didn't know who I was and I didn't, I didn't know what really made me myself. And I didn't know, I didn't really know who I was and I didn't really, I didn't have those hobbies. I didn't have those things to really fall back on. I didn't have anything. Because you had really. to spend time on the relationship. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also never took the time beforehand to figure those things out yeah. to like, you know, and, and to just make create my own happiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? I relied on the girls yeah. for my happiness, you know, which in it of itself. And as you just said a little bit ago, as far as like, you know, trying to find yourself with somebody like yeah. it, in, inherently in many ways is toxic, you know? Yeah. And, and I was like, I won't it lie. It really is yeah. toxic. Yeah. Like I was. Because you're not supposed to find someone through somebody else, exactly. you know? Yeah. You know, or find yourself through somebody else. Yeah. You, you have to find yourself first. Yeah. I've trust me. I've tried everything. I played guitar when I was younger, horseback riding. I've been wakeboarding. Um, I've done a lot over the years. Uh, and not necessarily I do them as a hobby. I found what I love to do, which is cooking. Um, I also do some writing. Um, you know, I try to find things, even though I like as many. It's life. You have to try to find as many things as possible you enjoy doing yeah yeah and it, yeah dude you're absolutely right like i did a lot of things too when i was younger and you know and certain things stuck with me and i still do to this day and there are a lot of new things too yeah. like you know relatively just over the last several years like but that's what made my last breakup so much like it was so much easier to deal with than the previous two yeah. because when it came I wasn't surprised really that it came. I was a little bit like, well, okay. Like I expected this, this, yeah. I knew this was coming. Um, and of course it came. Um, so like, as opposed to the previous two, the previous two just kind of blew up on my face. Like, like it, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. So, you know, I was really caught by surprise. Um, but you know, I broke up with, you know, the last girl that I was with. And like I said, you know, it was one of those things was like, I, I knew it was coming, you know, I, I knew at some point, like I was going to have to kind of put the hammer down and it was like, okay, this is it. You know what I mean? And, and it really was, you know, it, it, it really, that was truly it. And then a lot of, you know, there's always, there's always an aftermath after, you know, you break up with somebody, you know, it's never, yeah. You know, so of course there was an aftermath, but the aftermath honestly was, it was 
was it was easy to deal with. You know, it was it was relatively, you know, in comparison to the last two, at least yeah. it was very easy to deal with. And the other thing, too, like I said, is like, but, you know, and it was hard. It's not that it was it's not that it was easy. It was it was it was hard. But you had but, something to work towards yourself. Yeah. To build I, I, yourself up. Yeah. I yeah. had I had myself to fall back yeah. on. Like, I, I, I'll never forget, like, you know, just looking in the mirror and just saying to myself, like, that's all that's all I need. And, you know, for me, the things that, you know, make me myself is number one, like, first of all, doing, doing what we're doing right here, you know, having yeah. this intellectual conversation, we're here on a podcast, we're talking about this, you know, what I mean? which is great. The other thing, too, is uh, just being able to, I mean, of course, spending time with family, uh, you know, spending time with, you know, exactly uh, there's yeah. you have your family to support you you have your friends yeah friends um, you know like uh, intellectuals such as yourself the other thing too is like uh for example like cars i'm still a, like a big car enthusiast so like i was putting money towards my car uh my mustang trying to build that up so that was yeah, exciting. the watch thing going on yeah right? yeah dude yeah. yeah like i still have my, my venture with that that's going on you know still going on you uh, right now but it was also going on um I guess at the time, like I was trying to, I was exploring what, what do I, uh, you know, what do I want to do with that? Um, the other thing too, of course, is like the YouTubing and like a lot of other ventures that I have going on, but also too, like MMA, jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's a really big component. And dude, like, I'll never forget. I will never forget this, but it was very shortly after the breakup. I, I was kind of in and out of just certain things, mental states and, you know, cause it, it was difficult to deal with. And I'll just never forget, though, going to the gym, going to Riverfront Jiu-Jitsu and getting on the mat and rolling and, you know, like just training and being there, you know, because like for me also the physical exertion, you know, was was beneficial to me, you know, both on a physical but also on on a mental level. And I'll never forget, though, you know, the next the next round was coming. And I was about, and I'll never forget the the clock was about to start, you know, for for the next round to come. So, and I'll never forget it was my boy, uh, it was my boy John. John was like, "Yo, Ray." He was like, "Come on." He was like, let, let, "Let's get a let's get a round in." And you know, I was like, "Okay." So I went over, I went over, and I picked up my headgear because I'll wear headgear because I don't want to get a massive cauliflower here. Yeah. So I remember, I'll, I'll never forget. I went, I picked up my headgear, and it was close to the edge of the mat. And then I'll never forget just everything that happened. Everything that like made me sad about that relationship just kind of came to the forefront of my mind. And I just thought about it and I was just like, and I, and it made me really upset. Like I had a brief couple of seconds where I was really upset and I'll never forget. Like I walked to the edge of the mat and I, I kind of started tearing up a little bit. I started tearing up, started thinking about how, what had happened and how, just how sad it was, yeah. you know, and stuff. But I'll never, like, so, you know, and I, I turned my back cause I didn't want anyone to see me. So but I'll never get then, you know, I, I turned around, I just turned around and I got back out there and, you know, I was, I was doing what I loved. I, I was doing what I loved, the sport that I enjoy. And it was great. It was a lot of fun. And I'll never forget it was afterwards. It was me, it was John, um, you know, it was Elise. And then there was this one other, this girl from this other gym had come down to, to visit us. And it was, uh, you know, one of my head coaches, uh, big Pat at the time, you know, we were all, we all sat down afterwards and we we're all talking and like, you know, we, we all just like, I forget exactly what was what was said, but we were just expressing our, I guess, affection, just our camaraderie, if you will, between all of us and our gym mates and everything, you know, and I was very happy. And then actually, I, I kind of I won't lie, I got in the car afterwards and actually I just I just broke down and te- I actually did cry. I broke down in tears, just in tears of joy, just because I thought about like like here I am, like, you know, 
Like I'm going through a tough time, but I have all this amazing support. I have this. You use those emotions to do something constructive. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, so a lot of people when they get like that, and I struggle that with myself because I just got out of a long friendship since high school. Uh, that was really tough because this person I talk to every day almost. Um, so it was really hard to deal with that. And like it was on and off. I, I could feel like the friendship was fading. Um, so, but I had that, I had to get out of that. Like, I, I'm not just going to sit here and watch TV or soak and stay inside. It was really difficult during the pandemic, I would say. Um, but I, that's when I found cooking. I was like, wow, I put all this effort to create something amazing and delicious. And I get to share it not only with me, but everyone else you know, my family, they're like, Oh, wow, this is amazing. Um, we're just making people laugh too. Like even at work, like I try to make people laugh with my jokes. Cause like I, I, because laughter is very important to me too, yeah. you know? And I try to find things like instead of bottling those emotions to use it towards something constructive, if you bottle it in, it's, you're going to be so depressed. And it's going to set you back while that other person is living their life, you know, even though they probably have hurt too, they're still going to live their life, you know, um, that, that took me a while to understand, um, is like that person's not going to call me back. You know, that person's not going to hit me up and work things out. Um, so I have to figure out how to move on. It's just a survival instinct. Yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's really good that you learned how to do that, dude. And you're absolutely right. I had to learn how to do that as well. It prepared me for things now and how I handled my last relationship, yeah. you know, which, like I said, you know, I'm, you know, I, I don't like to praise myself quite as much as I used to. I like to think I'm trying to be, to be a little bit more humble, but I'm actually very proud of the way that I handled it, you know, like how I handled it. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah. yeah and it's be, just, there's nothing wrong with being proud of yourself. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, you know, but, but yeah, like I think about like, cause yeah, cause that's exactly, I had to learn that as well. Like I, it was so not my last relationship, but the really, uh, but the relationship before that, my, the second girl that I had dated and, had ever loved that because i'll never forget that time it was one of the worst times in my life um i was yeah we broke up and i i was so upset i was so just like i i felt paralyzed i didn't know what to do like i just and i'll never i i literally put my life on hold my life literally was on hold for probably yeah, like, well, not really for this person, but more so because because of myself, because of that person. You know, really, at the end of the day, it was my fault. Really, like, not, not not saying it was my fault what happened in the relationship, but more so like my paralyzation was my fault. You know, um, that was 100% my fault. I allowed what happened to paralyze me. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I... I literally put my life on hold for probably a whole, how long? It was like, uh, I'm going to say like six, seven months or so. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, and I lost, a, I lost some time. There was a little bit of time. There was a brief gap in between certain things and I definitely lost. Overall, was it more so a net gain than anything else? Yeah, most definitely. But it was, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'll never forget the, like, 
yeah, I just literally sat there and I was just like, and I was just kind of watching TV. I just kind of sat in my own misery. Yeah, you know? that's how I was. Yeah, I, I had. And I struggle with that to this day, you know, even with like friendships, like, or family wise, um, you have to try to get yourself out of that. And I, I, I think I, I recently watched something with Tom Hanks. He was with a bunch of people. Um, and he said, you know what I wish I knew? Uh, this too shall pass. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah. Mm. And it was so deep. It's like, all right, you think you're good now? You think you have everything under control? You know, this too shall pass. And I thought that was just so, such a deep meaning because you, no one thinks like that, you know? No one takes the time to think like, all right, this might not, or this won't change. Everything's going to be good. Um, So... I just thought that was really deep of him to say um, something like this because everything passes, you know, same thing with struggle. This too shall pass, you know? Yeah, you're absolutely right, dude. Yeah, the the good and the bad, they both pass. Like, like, you know what else is strange? I look back on some of those rough times that I had in my life and it's not that I forget. Like, I'll never forget those times, but it almost, but now thinking about it, like looking through my, my eyes now and who I am now and everything that I've done and everything, like just who, everything I've experienced since then, it almost seems like it was a different life in, in many ways. I look back on it. I'm just like, did that all really happen? Yeah. Now? I'm just like, you know what I mean? Cause, cause it's such like, cause it, it did pass. It was such a long time ago. So much has happened since then. You just, you change and you're just different and you, you know, you evolve and you grow and it's just kind of like, wow, you know what I mean? So, and it's just kind of like, mm, you know what I mean? And yeah, so it's kind of hard to explain, but like, I, I think you know what I mean. Yeah. You just, you, I think those experiences um, don't necessarily change who you are inside, um, but like the actions you take to protect yourself, yeah. you know? Because who you are inside typically doesn't, change like soul wise you've all like growing up um you life life changes throughout time um so i think actions more than anything will change than than who you are because people who 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 they are that typically doesn't change you know you're you're always going to be that person but what you do changes over time and that's why that's how I try to go about life is like I I don't want to lose who I am inside. Do I want things to change? Yes. Um, without losing who I am, though, you know, I want my actions to change, but still have that. I can still be myself while doing it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. A billion percent. man. And yeah, I, I think you can most definitely do that. And, uh, you know, so, but yeah, I, I think we, we hit a lot of good points. We hit a lot of things on the button, you know, and it's like, and it's just like, to me, it's just a little sad to see. Cause like with some people, cause like, it's not that they're bad guys, but some of these guys I know, like the forefront of everything is just getting a woman and just being like, and don't get like, I get it. Like, you know, as humans were, we're, uh, we're meant to seek companionship, yeah. but like whoever the woman or whoever is both for, and for women too, whoever the man is yeah. should be a compliment to your life. Like should be an added bonus really per se. Shouldn't be like the forefront of everything because you know, like I said, like a lot of these, these guys, they, they don't, they, they have nothing to fall back on. Yeah. Like they have, like they don't even know what makes them 
themselves. And the other thing too, like I, I think I was kind of alluding to this earlier, like everyone and anyone that I know that has made a relationship the forefront of everything in their life or just like has, the, 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 I've never seen them truly happy. No. You know? You're always chasing something that's not there. Exactly. Like yeah. I have some friends too. They made everything just finding a girl. And yeah, they found a girl eventually, but they were never truly happy. I think they were, they were, they got to a level of being content, but that was it. Uh, I don't think they were ever actually truly happy. The other thing too, is I've known, I've seen some guys too, and this is really scary to me. Um, cause I could have easily been one of those guys, which is they, they wound up having kids with this girl. And I'm just like. Yeah, like, and it's not that. That's a whole nother ball game right there, dude. Yeah, like, like, and dude, you know, I, I have, I have one or two friends that, and I, you know, they've never fully said it, that or they haven't said I'm unhappy, but they have at at certain points told me in private that they sit there sometimes and they think to themselves, "Holy shit, what the fuck did I do? Where? Why am I here now?" But it's not too yeah. late. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not too late. late to change that perspective. You could still get to know yourself. Yeah. I mean, your responsibilities and your actions have to change, of course, because you have kids. You always should have to make a little bit of time for yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, it's just strange, though, you know, and like, for, for me, it was a huge motivator or you know what probably one of my greatest motivators is and also my greatest fear is regret. I don't ever want to look back on any point in my life and sit there and say to myself that I truly regret something. Yeah. I have little things here and there in my life. I look back on, I kind of think to myself like, eh, maybe, maybe it wasn't really the best thing to say that in this yeah. particular instance. Maybe it wasn't the best thing to necessarily do this thing in this particular instance, but nothing that's like, Oh my God, like earth shattering regret. You know, I don't, I don't knock on wood. I don't have any of those, you know, but I, I am in fear that I may, you know, and that's why I move very carefully, you know, not to the point where it paralyzes me, but to more so to the point where like, I'm very careful with certain things because I don't ever want to, um, I don't ever want to look back on my life and regret doing or not doing something. And, but like I said, some of these guys that I know, they just, they like, they, you know, they have regret. They have regret in their hearts. I can tell. And they're just like, yeah. So, you know, but I'm, I'm glad it seems like, you know, you and I, and you know, there are a lot of people out there, I guess, who, you know, have themselves to fall back on and, uh, and everything too. It's my biggest, my biggest regret is losing myself. You know, that, that's, that's the number one thing. I would never want anyone to change for me. I've always been honest, but like with previous past friendships, um, one actually came back and was like, I was devastated. You know, I was sad. I've been thinking about this a lot. And I, I told that person, no, <laughs> don't even, I was like, if things don't work out, don't feel bad because I know to be in that place. I know what that's like. I would never want people to go through that. Yeah. You know, go live your life. Don't, don't regret. Um, things happen. You know, you can't move past what happened uh, because it already happened. <laughs> you have to move forward. You you have to keep going. You have to find a way to cope and be happy. 
and I would never want fe- people to ever feel like if we fell out of touch to be sad about it, you know? Yeah, it sucks, but I wouldn't want them to change who they are because of it, you know? You know, the other thing too is like relationships and certain things that, uh, it's funny actually we're talking about this because yesterday, so on my, um, my YouTube channel, I have a lot of people and over Instagram, I have a lot of people, mostly girls, just because my YouTube channel is dedicated mostly to helping women understand men, the, the, the male mentality when it comes to a lot of things. So I have, you know, some videos on YouTube or actually I have a lot of videos, but like I have a couple of specific videos where I'm describing certain things like how men think and what they what they do and the reason why they think and they do certain things when a breakup occurs. Um and with different scenarios, that sort of thing. And, um, I have had an absurd number of women reach out to me, not only over the comment section of my YouTube channel, but also just over Instagram. Was it and, more anger? No, um, it, it's nothing anger really and, and stuff. It's all good things. So when oh, I say okay. absurd, I mean like, <laughs> like an absurd number is, is like, um, like I, I, I mean to say that in the context of, uh, it's like, it's, a lot, you know what I mean? And, and I'm like, and and I'm grateful. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm complimented beyond belief because first of all, like you think about it, first of all, like these, these girls, none of them know me. They, they don't know me. Like they've never met me before, never met me before. The most I've ever seen is just me on YouTube, you know, and I am myself on YouTube, but all they're getting is, is just that YouTube video. You know, they're not sitting here with, with me like you are right now. We're not like discussing things, but like, but I've had women from all over the world, I've had women from the Philippines. I've had women from Thailand. I've had women from Europe. Women like even a girl from Iran has reached out to me to get their perspective. Yeah. To get a perspective and talk about like, and it's like they, they pour out their entire life and love story to me, like a, a complete stranger. And they tell me, Hey, can you, can you give me some clarity? Can, can you tell me like, maybe what, what should I do? What's going on in this situation? And I always do my best to help them. But like, I love, uplifting, motivating, and inspiring others. And just like being able to help somebody on that level spiritually, you know? So I, I, a bit of guidance. Yeah. 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 Like I help and I, I help guide a lot of them and like, oh yeah. So this girl yesterday though, her name is on uh, my YouTube channel. So she left, she left this comment and it was really long and it took me about a good five plus minutes of just solid reading to go through it literally because it was so long but i read every bit of it and i was intrigued like i was like wow um you know she her name was alana and she poured out her whole love and life story about you know her and her ex and everything and um I, I can't go into too many details just because it would take forever. But like she, she poured out the, her entire love love story and, um, and she's long story short though. She's like 20, 21, 22. And so is her boyfriend or the ex. Yeah. They're very young. And I, and, and one of the things I told her, like, she was just kind of like, you know, what should I do? And I told her like, so I, I told her kind of what to do in my opinion, at least. And then one of the things I told her was, I was, I was like this, I said, Alana, I was like, let me tell you something. You're young. You are very young. I was like, you know, and you and I are young as well, but like we're old enough now, I think, to realize that we don't know what we don't know. And and it's okay not knowing. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay not to, you know, they're at that age 
for me, that was around the time that I, I first kind of had figured it out that I don't exactly know what I think I know. And, but I remember telling her, I was like, Alana, I was like, look, yeah, you did everything right. But listen, you know, people, people change, people grow up. People, you know, just as time goes on, things change and people change. Yeah. I was like, it is what it is. I was like, there's no malintent behind it. I was like, I don't think your your ex he meant to do anything to truly to harm you. I was like, I still think he loves and he, he cares about you deeply. But, you know, he's changing. You know, he's changing. You're changing. Yeah. And then I and, and, and then I said this to her, too, which to her probably is, doesn't and it won't make a lot of sense, at least not at first, yeah. maybe a few years from now it will. But I told her, I was like, look, you won't understand what I'm about to tell you. But what I'm about to tell you is you're not old enough and you haven't lived long enough yet to really understand that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And I was like, and I know that that's something make- I didn't understand growing up. Like now, like my parents, I have a more clear understanding what they meant back then, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, um, and that's wish I, I wish there were, but today's society is like everything's moved so fast, you know? Um, so it's different. Like people want to get married by the age of 21 now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because of what they see in, in social media, everything just moves so fast that you have to get there so fast. And I follow, I don't know if you follow him, Gary, um, Gary V. Yeah. Yeah. Gary I v. love Gary V man. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and he woke me up in understanding it's okay not to be where you think you thought you were going to be. Like me hitting age 30, I was like, man, I'm not there, yeah. you know? But then listening to him, it's like, it's okay, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you know, it's, well, so I'll, I'll definitely, yeah, tell you something about Gary Vee in just a second. But like, yeah, the, you know, that's one of the things I was, I was telling, you know, that girl Alana was, you know, you don't, you don't know what you don't know and you don't even know that you don't know it yet. And, and, you know, but eventually I told her, I was like, but eventually one day you will, and you'll look back on certain things and you go, you know, like I understand now, you know what I mean? And she will eventually just as we both did. And one of the other things too, is like when it comes to relationships, like one of the things, and, and this just goes with a lot of things, I guess in life, but I'll never forget. I, so, cause you talked about the pandemic and how difficult that oh, was yeah. and like just, you know, being locked up and, and that sort of thing in your room and just like having door not dealing or dealing with certain things. Well, that was very difficult for me as well. When I, when 2020 came, honestly, dude, on a, like 2020 was probably my worst year. Like that had been my worst year. Cause I turned like 30 10. during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So I turned 20 how i turned 28 but like dude honestly for me that was my worst year that at that time that had been my worst year since like 10 years ago at that at that time and 2020 dude honestly i'll never forget just like i went through a lot of things there was just you know the the, first of all the pandemic a lot of other things were going on in my life that just were not going well and I'll never forget, I reached out to, you know, there, there were certain things that happened that were pretty horrific. And I'll never forget though. I reached out to Michael Chandler, Michael. So Michael Chandler, I don't know, you, you probably don't know him, but he is, he is now currently one of the top UFC lightweight fighters oh, on the, cool. uh, on, on the roster. And he's gotten a huge following, huge, you know, fame. And he, he always did before, but he was fighting in Bellator, uh, before or around the time that I'd reached out to him. And I'll never, you know, cause I watched a lot. I really liked his fighting style. 
I liked listening to him as well because he was like an intellectual and he was talking about all these things and certain things he had gone through in his life and, you know, getting up, moving on, that sort of thing. And I, uh, I had a chance to, you know, reach out to him just over Instagram. Was like, and I wasn't, I wasn't expecting a reply, you yeah. know, cause he had like half a million followers. I'm thinking to myself, like he, he gets so many DMS anyway. So I, I reached out to him in a, in a DM and I was mm-hmm. like, yo, I was like, uh, you know, could I ask you certain things and could you give me some guidance on, on yeah. certain things? I was like, you know, I've got this issue kind of going on. I really don't know what to do. And long behold, I couldn't believe it. He replied to me. He goes, send here. Here's, here's a, I have a separate uh, phone number that I use to specifically talk to fans. He says, text me on this number and we can talk. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was just shocked. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and I hit him up and I was like, yo, I said, it, uh, this is Ray. I was like, so, and he was like, yeah, he goes, well, so, t- and I, st- I still have the messages too. Um, he just, he goes, tell, tell me what's going on and what can I help you with? And, uh, so I, I talked to him and I, I explained everything that was going on at the time. And he sent me a bunch of, uh, audio messages and he basically just said you know he goes ray he goes listen he goes you know i i understand you know you've got this issue going on he says but but one of the things he said to me was he just goes listen he just goes look as far as dealing with pain and certain things in your life he says you know you may feel like this person did something that has now separated themselves from you uh you know he says but you know try not to look at it that way he says look at it as like they were doing this for you they were you know they were you know he says life is all about ups and downs and being in different seasons he says you know i am currently in the season that i am in right now because i went through certain things in my past i walked through certain doors in my past and i closed certain doors in my past as well he says you are probably entering into a new phase, a new time in your life when you need to shut that door. You need to go through it. You need to shut that door. He says, it's not that that door may not open sometime down the road. He says, but you know, he's, he was like, look, like never view things as final, but if it was final, it was final for a good reason. So I took a lot of comfort and I took a lot of like, just I took a lot from that. Yeah, you know? I would too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, so it, it was really nice. Yeah. Like he sent, you know, he, he kind of, really cool. yeah, man, you know, so I was, I was really happy, of course, you know, that, that he replied to me and, you know, he kind of helped, you know, guide me in, in that regard, which was great. And then, you know, he, he, we kept in touch for a little while, um, and, and stuff afterwards. And, you know, I kind of kept him up to date as to, you know, with some of my, my mental progress, uh, progress with certain, uh, certain things. And he, you know, of course was very happy to hear it and, uh, and stuff. Now I, I did kind of lose touch with him a little bit once he, he got signed to the UFC just because like, you know, I mean, <laughs> oh, he, he, probably busy. Huh? Yeah. 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 He was super busy once he got on the UFC roster, but Wait, like, you know what you should do? You should go to one of his fights. Yeah, should be yeah, like, yo, then, Michael Vaughn. Yeah, to see if he recognizes you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he may. Yeah. You know, he may. Go, know. Yeah, because he, he obviously looked at my Instagram. He was, he was like, look, like, because one of these, yeah, he, he goes, look, I can tell you lift a lot of weights. <laughs> so so yeah, it's just yeah. like, yeah, but, you know, so, uh, but yeah, no, but but that's that's the other thing too. Yeah, like, and kind of as you said, like, you know, you were telling that person before, like, hey, look, like, no, don't feel that way. Don't regret that. Okay. You know, I, I don't want you to feel that way, you know? Um and stuff yeah like you sometimes it closed for a reason you know? yeah, yeah yeah like you know you need to go through you know it's uh, it sucks yeah but 
you know, you can feel really alone when you lose things like that. Um, but that comes back to doing what you love to do and getting to know yourself um, and noticing the things that you have around you. Um, because when you're in those situations, a uh, uh, negative situation that you're in relationship wise, you forget the th people that are around you. And I've noticed the last time that this has happened, the people who are really there that I didn't pay enough attention to. Um, and it's a really big eye opener is like, I'm glad these people are still in my life, you know, and I'm not going to take advantage of that anymore, you know, or lose advantage of that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I know what you mean, man. And, you know, yeah. And just not to take anything for granted either. Like, you know, there, there are certain individuals, yourself included, that are still in my life after all this time. You know, there's some individuals in my life that have been in my life now for since I was one of them. It's been in my life since I was five. The other one's been there since I was like 10, 11 years old. Um, you know, and just I don't I don't take any of it for granted, you know, just because, you know, I realize, you know, any of us, any of us could just drop dead at any given moment. You know, just I mean, not that it would necessarily happen, but I also see certain things with certain people. Something, you know, one of my friends has some very debilitating conditions and um you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, me personally, I just, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. So, and I just, and I think about it, you know, sometimes it sounds a little grim, but, um, I think, you know, there's probably going to, probably going to come a point one day when, you know, he'll, he may not be around Yeah. and stuff. And I just think about, you know, just everything we had been through and, you know, I just, it's hard to imagine a time when he probably won't be here, yeah. you know? And, um, and stuff so i just kind of it makes you that. appreciate appreciate it more of enjoying the little things you know um that you normally don't yeah 100 percent, man so you know it's uh yeah so it's tough but like you know also kind of going back to one of the things gary v had said i watched this thing and I'll I'll see if I can find it. And I'll send it to you sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he um he was. He Thank was, you. That it's not Andrew Tate. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll say before I get on to Gary Vee, I'll, I'll say I'll say this about Andrew Tate. So you know, Andrew, I you know he's a clickbait. <laughs> it's 100 percent well, clickbait man. there's he, no way he's like that in real life well how he is in real i'm not really sure how he is in real life because i've never met the guy yeah. I, i've never had a chance to observe him on or off or uh off camera i should yeah. say but like you know i maybe hopefully one day i will i'll have a chance to meet him <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean and stuff you know what i mean so he's probably you know, like the nicest yeah. dude ever he'll, his pro he'll probably sit there he'll probably look at me and just be, 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 be like hello who are you where's your where or what is it where's we're just, your we're just really whispering hey how's it going like, yeah, I know, right? like, who's this you? guy yeah or, or he'll probably look at me and go, and go so where's your guy yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> stuff you know it'll start to, dude, dude he's funny i gotta say this he's funny he who's the guy who's the guy who um who's the, the 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 president or the guy who runs barstool sports oh I, um i uh, uh portnoy yeah 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 yeah. Portnoy. So, yeah so he's hilarious yeah 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 so so he was on he was on like a little um 
uh, a video stream with with him and like these two ladies and this other guy or whatever. Just he's like so and he's there. He's talking about like women and sex and the rest of the stuff. And he goes and that. So he's talking normally. So like just pretend I'm him. So this is how he's talking. Ready? You know he'll sit there and he'll start talking and he goes and then they went ahead and they did this. <laughs> and then, oh! It's just like and it's funny. Like and then the, the ladies wow yeah yeah he just he just starts yelling and these ladies these ladies go, go, go hold on these ladies go why are you yelling yeah. <laughs> it's just like and then he just sits there and he, he, he goes i feel oh, like he goes in the grocery store and just yelling at things yeah yeah he just, yeah he just suddenly starts yelling, i need apples i need apples <laughs> where's the steak yeah <laughs> that's just how he gets his point across yeah, yeah dude he is hysterical but like use the crosswalk like yeah literally like dude the, like here, here's what i'll say about him though on a serious note andrew is my opinion of him just from what i've seen just what most people have seen just because of what he's put out on social media and the internet um andrew is i don't think that or i should say most of what he says the substance of what he says he's not inherently wrong he, he's a little he's extreme though he's very extreme i would say he's very extreme there are like there are there there are so many shades of gray with the topics and things that he talks about though i don't think he's like like i said so the the raw substance of what he says is not necessarily incorrect but it's very extreme he will use certain things and i'm like well no it doesn't exactly occur that way like yeah, like it, it's it's not that way in all situations, though. You know what I mean? They're they're so they're he does that to to get people to watch him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it's sort is. of like the yeah. the Trump what he does he's, yeah. to to get people to vote for him. Yeah. Andrew Tate does that to get the shock value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, get yeah. people to watch him. Yes. So that because clickbaiting. I'm yeah. sure he posts stuff on his YouTube. Yeah. Click here, buy this. Yeah. So yeah, that he he, can he's make got a, his affiliate link. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <Yeah>. like <laughs> and and stuff. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And he's like, so like yeah. So like I've watched a lot of what like his stuff and his content. He, even a lot of the things too, where where he doesn't talk about like women really per se. He's not necessarily like I know a lot of like his content and where he's gotten a lot of backlashes his views yeah. on women. But I've watched a lot of what he says as far as talking about like just like a lot of other things in life. Like just like also just being a man, certain things and, you know, certain things I, I don't definitely don't agree with. But like, you know, like I said, the raw substance of what he says isn't necessarily incorrect. He just it's very extreme, though. And I'm just saying that I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? But it's that, that extreme part that's very dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Very it, dangerous. There's, because there's men out there that have that thought in the back of their head. Yeah. Of yeah. certain things that he says. And now they're like, well, this guy, look how good he's doing. I'm going to act like this now. Yeah. But you don't understand that this guy not necessarily doesn't live like this in his everyday life. <laughs> he's not going to get fired if he acts the way he does. <laughs> you know, he might get canceled, but it's rarely tough. And nowadays to get canceled for something like that. Yeah, Unless well, you're doing something like Kanye right now. But. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, the other thing about him, too, is he's, you know, Andrew, you know, he, he is as wealthy as he is. 
and he doesn't he doesn't have to worry about any of that stuff. You know, he doesn't have to worry about losing his job or anything, you know, because he just you know. common folks. If they did that in the workplace, oh, yeah. Yeah. they will lose their job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the, you or I would get fired the next day. Immediately. Yeah, immediately. That's and, the dangerous precedent of the whole thing is like, yes, you can talk like that, but. There's a consequence. Exactly. Major consequence. And there are worse consequences for people like me and you, you know. Um, but but other than that, I mean, like he, he is funny with some of the shit that he says. I, I look at it, I listen to him, and I'm just kind of It's like, unbelievable. <laughs> I, I literally, it gives me a headache. I can't listen to him for more than like a minute before I have to turn it off. And I'm like, I, let me put on the science channel and let me listen to some facts like Neil deGrasse. I'll just put them on. And I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> I just want something that's just non-biased. Let me just watch some science. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So there's Andrew Tate, but but that that's my take on Andrew Tate, you know, and, and stuff. But the other thing too, but like kind of going on Gary Vee, one of the things Gary Vee had said, because so he was, he was giving a, um he was standing up in front of like a whole like arena full of people and was talking to sort people. of so, like a ted talk yeah. yeah and he had um and he had like so he asked people by like decade like age so he's like all right everyone everyone stand up you know what i mean so and so he had everyone he goes listen for those of you who are 50 to 60 i, I want you guys to know blah 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 then stuff and he goes okay sit down so then he goes everyone who's below the age of like uh, 50 please remain standing everyone else sit so then he got to the people that were 30 between the ages of 30 and 40 he you know i'll never forget he said this he he, he goes you fuckers <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes he goes listen you guys have no idea and everyone's like what yeah. do you mean and he just he, he goes listen you guys have no idea i, I watched that yeah. yeah yeah and he was basically he he, he says most of all this all societies norms and traditions were honestly are are that are those from like a hundred years ago when people were only living until the age of 50 yeah. and stuff he was just kind of like you know you guys have no idea how young you actually are and how much time you actually have exactly i love really, that about him yeah it made me feel so much better just yeah, listening yeah. To that. me too because yeah. because because also kind of going to one of the points that you you would you had uh, said in that text message to me as far as like success and like achieving uh success what by like a certain age or something like that yeah. i kind of feel that way a little bit too like it's not that i haven't made like really good progress i think i have but like I'm not all the way there yet, though. And part of me is a little bit like, oh, like, I want to be all the way there. I want to be all the way but there. But I don't like, think now, anyone you know? actually will ever be, you know, all yeah. the way there. You'll, you'll always be striving for something exactly. more, something greater, you know, and, and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, so it, it, it is, it is a, I, I kind of have to take myself back to like what Gary Vee had said, yeah. you know what I mean? And stuff and not, you know, because that's the other thing too. Also going like with kids, like everyone wants to get married and everyone wants to get like, by the age of 21, 22, something like that, which actually I would go, I would go as far as saying like, I don't know if that's actually what people want. Yeah. I think that if they think they want it, they want it only because that's what everyone else says you should do, or that's what everyone else is trying to do. So that that's kind of the way that I see that. 
Wow, we've been here now for the last almost two and a half hours, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is literally what was happening in the text, but it, the opposite though yeah, with yeah. Andrew Tate, just yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> but every time me and you get together, like we have these conversations. I remember when the whole Trump thing was happening, and we sat oh, in the, yeah. the courtyard. And we just discussed back and forth, and yeah. we we had these long discussions, and I enjoy doing this. So I'm glad. I came out because this is out of my comfort zone. I appreciate you letting me do this. Of course, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude, thank you for being here. Yeah, and, man. And, and thank you also, too, for the topic, man. Yeah. And also a little disclaimer, guys. I know in the like probably the first like 30, 40 minutes, I might have seemed a little off. I, w I just want to put it out there. <laughs> My computational speed was just maybe a tad bit slower because I didn't sleep a whole lot the night before because I was out. <laughs> I was out. I was out at the bar. And I was around like a lot of my great friends. Like, you know, we're all out there trying to do like a bunch of great things. We like to treat ourselves and like have a good time. So I, I had definitely had I didn't drink a ton, but I definitely you know, I'm not what I used to be when it, when it comes to like drinking and stuff, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, you know, and so I wound up waking up in like the middle of the night with a splitting headache and everything. And I had to kind of nurse myself this morning. So here yeah. I am. Well, <laughs> well, thanks so, for clearing it up that it was you coughing and not me. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> see. So, you know, but so I know I picked it up a, a, a more towards the end or halfway through and everything. But if I seemed a little slow in the beginning, that's why, guys. So, you know, I'm just a tad bit hungover. So. Mind if I put my Instagram tag out there? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it in the, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. I'll also put it in the description cool. of the thing too. Yeah. All go right. ahead. Food King underscore Masso. So as I mentioned before, I love to cook. So I post most of my cooking stuff on there. Um, so check it out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, guys. So go ahead and give him a follow on Instagram. Um, like I said, you know, too, if you, you know, Chad is the type too. like I said, I think if you hit him up and, you know, you just want to have a nice, like intellectual, uh, deep discussion about things or, you know, uh, any type of like, you know, good, uh, you know, interesting discussion of any type, you know, he can definitely, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll definitely. And I'm single, so. Yeah, yeah. And he's a single guy, you know, and so, so, so ladies, go ahead and get at him. All right. Well, chat again thanks, thanks for being here yeah man. yeah so we will definitely Appreciate do this it. again sometime soon and uh yeah so thanks again all of you guys for listening um i'll definitely be putting out more and uh stay tuned awesome yeah <laughs>